What, what's new? What are you doing, Hefe? Ah, what's new, J-Dubs? Welcome into the hideout. I'll tell you what's new. FullblownAids.com. I want to throw out a shout-out to them real quick up front. FullblownAids.com. They... They have a uh, hideout portion set up for uh, for forums. Yeah, I do appreciate that. We all do as a show. Fullblownaids.com. Thank you to them. Go there, discuss the show on top of hideoutheretics.net. Um, also, too, if you like, you can give us a ring. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Uh, let's see. Dubs here. I am Hefe, our uh, producer. Uh, he'll have his Fat Man Diary tonight, Trunks, uh, the Champ Corolla, so he calls himself. Uh, Tommy Bateman, our director on top of the Talk and Roll Controls. Matt Albert, I guess, hiding somewhere. Ghost Rider. And we have our uh, two interns, Manhole and Napier. Everybody is uh, only missing C-Lane tonight, so we should be having a lot of fun. A ton of audio. Mm-hmm, comes lumbering in. Uh, a ton of audio that we have to play for you this evening. A lot of stories we want to get to. Uh, like I said, Chunk's Fat Man Diary. Also, too, Dr. Cronhouse, who was a previous guest on our show, J-Dubs, will join us at 8 Ooh. to take your medical questions. Now, I don't know if you uh, follow the show intently or not, but anyone who's listened for a little while probably has heard about me and my body falling apart. Um, I, El Jefe, have had... Let's just say rectal problems. Mm-hmm. Also, my belly button was leaking. Leaking, hurting, stinking. Torn calf muscle. You've had a bad year. Yeah, it's been really, really crappy. Um, however, I'm look- I'm starting to finally... My knee hurts right now, but I'm starting to finally feel a little bit normal. Finally. Knocking on wood. But uh, if you got any ailments, uh, really good guy, really good on the air. Dr. Cronhouse will be in the hideout at 8 o'clock. Uh, J-Dubs, just kind of looking over a lot of stuff. I see here, and I don't know if you believe this or not, that Leah Rimini, a friend of Katie Holmes and Tom Cruise and a fellow Scientologist, says that she has seen Surrey Cruise. I don't believe her. I don't think that the one person who's seen it is Leah Remini. I would have to say, get somebody that isn't a Scientologist to say they've yeah. seen the baby. I need a nice white Christian seeing that baby. I need something with uh, credibility. I'll take a black Baptist. <laughs> no. I need a nice uh, white Catholic man in there taking a look at that thing. Um, This is this is like if there was some sort of a rumor mm-hmm. that was going around about you or me. And Chunks came out and said, oh, no, it's not true. I've seen them. They're not gay lovers. Not a whole lot of credibility there. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Mm. I'm more bothered by the fact of your uh, example there. <laughs> it's Freudian. Well, you know, we have to we have to throw it out there, kind of give people something to work with. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Yeah, but that, that is definitely not the end-all, be-all of Surrey Cruz. Right. Again, it's like, his, let's say maybe President Bush. Is she even still working? Katie Holmes? No. Leah Remini? Leah Remini. Is that show still on the air? I don't know. I'll check. I doubt it. I've seen it in reruns. I've never seen it once she whenever it was King on. Of Queens? She makes like cameos in movies now. Mm-hmm. She got really, really fat. She was on Fat Actress. And actually, they were calling her out on uh, King of Queens when I used to watch it. 
I've never seen it before. It's actually not a bad show, or wasn't no, a bad show. It's a good show to watch on weekends when there's nothing else on. Mm-hmm. You get, like one of those, you know, like it's a Becker. W, w yeah, no, exactly. Becker's better than uh, it has to be better. Becker's a great show. Well, mm-hmm. I, and so is King of Queens. I thought it was a decent show. So Three everybody runs. is wondering though, what's wrong with this Siri Cruz, the child? Mm-hmm. Not sure why we care, but here's the thing. And I'd almost like to sue Tom Cruise for breach of contract. Because, as a whole, he and uh, a Tomcat together were out running around, showing off that pregnant belly, showing off how great a couple they were. Wasn't he even showing off the uh, the ultrasound? Yeah, talking about how fantastic life was going to be. They so, were all over our television and all over our radio. Yeah, just telling how great everything's going, and now they pop the, this out, or don't. I don't know if it was stillborn or what. I, you know, you don't know. You don't know any of that right now. Other than the fact that Leah Remini has held a body. <laughs> so she says. Maybe she ate it. How awful would that they be? They just gave her a loaf of bread. How awful would that so be cute. if it was stillborn? And they're just passing it around, <laughs> combing its hair. Would you, you know that? You know he's a freak like that where he this is his only chance to have a kid and now he just wants that, that uh, big pile of... Unused flesh. Do you think that's happened in the history of mankind? Don't monkeys or something do that? Where if the child is born, is stillborn, mm-hmm. then like the parents will hold on to it for an extended period of time, let's say three to six months. Well, I know rats will eat them. What, and that's the what I would do. Yeah, if, it, if it's retarded or stillborn like, or something like that, a rat will eat it. Um, and that's how I feel I would go with it. Yeah. If I have a stillborn, I'm eating it. Chuck Jock. Justin Timberlake says he still roots for Britney Spears. Uh, still wants to see her win, Dubs. What do you think? Uh, you you kind of look at uh, people from your past and everything fondly, but if it's an ex-girlfriend, you always hope that she's hooked on crack, drugs, something, so you can just say, I knew it, that's why I got out of it. I'm in a better place. I guess it depends on how much you were involved. And they were involved for a long time. You want that to go down in flames. There's no way you want her to be bigger than you. You want to show her up. See, I I don't wish ill things on my ex. I hope she's doing okay. Give it time. You think? Yeah. Give it time for her to give you some ultra good news. And then you just be like, oh, jeez. Like a remarriage or something? Right. And then you'll be like, oh. Uh, what about former coworkers? Can you ever cheer for former coworkers? Sometimes. Depends. All right, L. Ross wants to know, I thought the lighter side of crib death promo was a joke. <laughs> I didn't know you actually were going to talk about it. Is that Was that yesterday's promo? Did you rerun it? Yeah, I, oh, no, you... I didn't rerun it. I said, uh, since it was such a big hit on all the message boards, by the way, fullblownage.com, hideoutheretics.net, it was such a big hit out there, I said we would uh, revisit it. A crowd pleaser. And it was accidental, mm-hmm. it turns out. That's just where our mind wanders sometimes. Yeah. Goes right um, down the dead track. Um, but anyway, he is still rooting for uh, Britney Spears, hoping that everything ends up working out. He's the only one, then. I haven't heard one person out there saying, you know what, I hope she does well. I really hope that she turns it around. Everybody's waiting for her to fail. Right, what has this Matt sent me? Or you hope your ex starts going out with a Puerto Rican and laugh and laugh and laugh. <laughs> what does that mean? What's... Uh, I think, what is Heretic Ivan? Oh, oh, okay. Uh, okay. I understand. Okay. That's his ex. Um, 
Now it's funny. She's already posting on fullblownaids.com. Oh, Is she? No. Yeah. Uh, snake spotting may have helped us evolve, according to a study. Snakes may have people jump for a good reason. Apparently, that helped us spot them. And uh, those who didn't weren't able to spot them. You know, they didn't evolve. Let me tell you this. I left my house today. Mm-hmm. I walked out, didn't even shut the door completely. This huge black snake was not only staring at me, took a swipe at me. I then jump over the grass and take a look back at it. And I'm just and it's just looking at me like mocking me. That freaks me out. I whenever I go outside now, here's uh, how it was probably about 3 4 feet long, real shiny bright black. I should have to- I, I I don't know why I didn't tell Matt about it. Because he's freaked out by snakes. You I, you should have done it just for that. Just so he would have uh been like uh prancing outside trying to touch as little ground as possible. You should have grabbed your eye and go, "Oh my god!" and had him come running and then just tell him, "Look out, there's a snake. There's a snake." And then he would never leave the house. Well, actually, I guess you want him to leave the house, don't you? Zach in the 863. Yeah, it was a great show, guys. But I was reading in the back of Maxim, uh, you know, or one of FHM, you know, how they have the dumb criminals or whatever mm-hmm. for each state. And uh, Massachusetts or somewhere, it was a 80-year-old heirloom is what the family was calling it, but it was a, like a stillborn baby they were passing down. To, you know uh, what? We did talk family. about that. Remember that? It, what? Uh, yeah, it was, it, they had a baby in their attic, like a like a dead baby from like 80 years ago, kind of mummified in their attic. I had no idea. We talked, we talked about it, yeah. On this show? Yes. Yeah, so the hideout? It was about two or three months ago. That's got to be in mixtapes then. I'm sure that was hilarious the yeah. way we talked about it. So there was a dead baby that was passed down from, gen- like a trophy? Yeah, kind of just like a... Uh, like a spirit award? Yeah. Uh, it was It was kind of like a, you know, a nice brooch. Just pin that to your lapel. <laughs> All right, here's what I'd like. I'd like a, a new hideout trophy. <laughs> they would just go around to Florida Hospital. You know, you can get those, uh, what are they called? Pickled punks? Yeah, pickled punks. What's a pickled punk? Like an aborted fetus from, like, they used to have them um, in freak shows, in circuses and stuff, and they're they're real. As appetizers? <laughs> no, they uh, they were just in jars, they'd shine lights on them, and they were... Like fetuses How in crude. jars. How crude to call them pickled punks. <laughs> it's not bad enough they didn't get to make it to live. Now you're going to call it a punk. Like somehow it did something wrong. I guess not survive. <laughs> but whatever. If you had it, would you just shake it and like sing, Whoop, there it is? No. Make it dance? Chuck Chuck. Put some foam in there, like a little <laughs> snow blow. Just shake it up. Maybe that. Uh, evergreen in the background. <laughs> this Singing a- Noel. This was our trip to Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, what's wrong with us? Um, all right, but you're afraid of snakes? Yeah, you saw one outside your door today. Yeah, I saw it outside my uh, door. I know uh, little Rhonda, Lester Big Hands chick, she lives in the same complex as me, mm-hmm. and uh, she stepped on a snake the other day, and she didn't know it, but uh, Lester Big Hands saw her do it, and I have not gone outside in the grass at night since. If I can't see the ground, I stand concrete. Does anybody know what these, I guess it was three to five feet, probably more like three, black, like shiny black snake, like what that is and if it's venomous or not. 407-916-1041, I can't handle a snake. It that looked like it freaks been, me out like nothing else. It looked like it would have been a good pet. 
Because I, whenever I get a dog or a cat or something, I like mm-hmm. for it to be black. So I think like that shiny black snake would have been good for us to have in our place, Matt. Thanks for warning me, by the way. And w- is that why you have a black man living with you? Yep. Do you like black pets? Mm-hmm. Doing he, your dishes, humming? He, he eats a little too much, but yes, actually. <laughs> by the way, aren't, why aren't they done? I was tired. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. My chick said she went and she found it. And she's putting it in Not your room. Cool. She's Not putting funny. it in your room. No. No. She goes, she just said, she goes, you want me to go catch it? I just, and I said, yes. Put it in Matt's room. And then she goes, I'd see it to do him. I'd, uh, I'd do it to see him jump. And I guess she's gone and she's fine. She's going to find it right now. Screw her. I think she is putting it somewhere underneath your bed. I don't look under there anyway. Or maybe actually in the sheets. I'll find out in a second. But it's from every, what everybody's saying. It's not poisonous. It's a snake. I don't care. It's still slimy, if it's long, the, and black. If it's the black oh. racer, then it'll bite you a lot of times, but it won't kill you. And the other one won't hurt you. It just eats rats. So it'll just bite you like you're a small rat. No, what's wrong with that? That's. A horrible description. The thing is, Matt hates the black race, so a black racer isn't really going to do much. Yeah, he just added another R to it. You guys could get along, talk about, you know, old school rap. What? Reginald Denny. I have a solution to your problem, Hefe. What is that? You don't want to have any more Napier? snakes jumping out at you. Have Matt put a ta- uh, towel on when he gets out of the shower. Not sure what that means. No more black snakes jumping. Wow. At the time. Well, it wasn't. <laughs> All right, Dubs, I saw he wrote that down and took it over to you. I'm and then, like, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> you're like, go ahead and say it on the air. No, you take the bullet. Hang yourself. <laughs> Suzanne in the 407. But uh, the reason why I can tell you about the snake is last week I had to call Matt and Run because I had a three-foot one in my house. I see. All right, Matt, you called 911 because of the snake? No, I understand. I mean, if it was outside, if it was inside your place, Matt, come here. I want you to take a look at Anything this. Anything black. She yeah. just starts dialing right away. She has three little numbers she goes to. Would you like to buy a magazine subscription? <laughs> Nine one one. All right, Matt, hold on. This one's like five feet. Hold on. I think it's this one, or it could be that one. I would mess myself if I told that. Well, she just said that she's putting it in your closet. <laughs> Going there anyway. Screw you. I'm going to wear these for the rest of my life. <laughs> Marcus in the 863. Go ahead, Marcus. Hey, how's it going, guys? Hey. Hey, did that uh, snake have like a blue sheen to it? Um, I, it looked just really, really like shiny black. Yeah, shiny there black. There wasn't like a blue tint to it, though. I don't know. It could have been. Well, if, if it's real aggressive, then it's probably a black racer. If not, it's probably an indigo. I mean, like um, I said, it took a swipe it, at me. If, it, if it's real aggressive, it's probably a black racer, and if you, uh, it, it's illegal to kill them because they're endangered. I but, ha- you know, if nobody's looking, then there you go. Well, here's you know? the thing. I don't want to kill it. I just wanted to put it in Matt's sheets. <laughs> That's why I just typed to my chick. I will not be able to sleep tonight. <laughs> <laughs> All the lights will be on as soon as I step in the house. Are you worried? Yes. It sounded like this. It was a like when it took the swipe at me. Goes. <laughs> well, then maybe you just have to do the dishes and take out the trash all night. 
Sorry. It's going to be living in his shoes. <laughs> Think they about are that. big every, enough. Every time you put your shoes on, there's going to be little baby snakes in there just gnawing on your toes. He's <laughs> just peeking up, looking at you, waiting for that big, fat toe big to gnaw on. Oh, boy, Dubs. This is fun. I'm excited about this. You can't die from it. Half is Brian Peppers after his ankles, and Matt's going to have an indigo <laughs> racer, a uh, black racer after his. I prefer the snake. Fecal finger in the 407. <laughs> hey, what's going on, fellas? What's up, Brian? Great hideout name. Hey, listen, uh, Hefe, mm-hmm. I think you got to be concerned about this snake. I think it might have been attached to Mr. Marcus, and you should probably <laughs> tell yourself to not chase it, and then I would definitely put it in uh, Matt Albert's bed. Yeah, I know Matt would love it. That is worrying me, though, if my chick's running around <laughs> going after long, black, slithery things. Susanna, do you have something else to add? Yeah, I just got cut off. I'm sorry, but um, no, I did it. The thing was like three feet long, and it was in my bedroom. And I called 911. Ah, okay, it was was in your bedroom. You were you just were not side walking around. You saw it. All right. It was in my bedroom. It came under the weather stripping in the front door. Uh, you know what? And we're having problems with that at our place, Matt. And I wonder if that's what it was trying to do when I opened the door, if it was trying to... Or it you know, could, could get in through the mail slot. You know what? I was uh, I was downstairs, I think, right around this time last year, uh, smoking, and I saw one trying to wiggle its way in during, like, a rainstorm into the door here. Yeah. I'm, they're all over They it. do that. And I think it was probably because the big thunderstorms we had this afternoon, Matt. Well... That's hey, Napier, go put your put your hands on Matt's neck and yeah, just and go... We'll do this. I hope you die, Napier. On his neck. On one of yeah. There you go. <laughs> He's not even touching me. Yeah, yeah. All right. Here's the thing. <laughs> it takes a while for you to get the feeling. Yeah. Such an idiot. Here's the thing. My chick is going now. She's gonna put the black racer in your bed, and she's going to buying a whole bunch of fake black snakes from Walmart <laughs> just to plant them around the house. <laughs> so you never know which one's real. What's more, Matt? What are you more scared of, bugs or snakes? Uh, it's it's equal. Snakes. Get away from me! <laughs> now, oh. the other thing, too, this is like two weeks ago. I guess there was a big, I don't know, water bug or something, and he screamed, and my chick had to go in there and get that and free it into the wild because well, it was the size of a kitten. I asked you first, but you're like, no, I ain't doing it. I'm not going in your room. It stinks in there. <laughs> Tom in the 407. All right, guys. From what Hefe uh, was saying about that snake, the only snake that's aggressive that actually would strike back is a water moccasin. Water moccasins like to resemble what's um, a rattler, where they'll curl up into a position, they'll shake the end of their tail a little bit, and they'll make that hit sound, especially when they strike. Now, but, the, uh, the water moccasins are poisonous, though. Yes, they are. And, now, it, and it we take li- you about 45 minutes to at least make you where you don't want to move around anymore. And here's the other thing, too. We live near a lake, like a huge lake. Ooh. Dude, it could have been a watermark. I gotta tell my chick to be careful then if she's planting it in your sheets. <laughs> be careful. But still do it. Yeah. Okay. It's a go. Nick in the 386. Hey, uh, I just wanted to say that a uh, snake was in my side yard and it was coiled up and hissing. So I just went inside, got the old Mossberg 12 gauge and pumped two into it. That's my advice to you guys for that thing. Is I hear- damned if some snake's gonna bite me in my yard. Yeah, I'll say, can I borrow your shotgun? Don't be killing the snakes. They might be uh, just cause. endangered. Just for when Matt doesn't do the dishes. Tim in the 407. <laughs> What's up, Tim? Hey, guys. What's I up, bro? I just want to say, did you happen to notice what, kind, what color the belly was on it? 
It was white. That's a black racer then. All right. Good. They're harmless. Uh, uh, they're not time... protected. The indigos are. Time to move out of the neighborhood. <laughs> over over our quota here. I've seen too many of them. <laughs> to hide out, Road Radio 104.1. Damn it. <laughs> Hour one, Thursday night in the hideout, Road Radio 104.1. If you have any medical ailments or questions, uh, Dr. Kronhaus is going to join us at 8 o'clock. You're, uh, you can feel free to call in 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041, star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. You know what I think I'm going to ask him about? What? Full-blown AIDS. Dot com. Fullblownades.com, yeah. J-Dubs, um, what is this? You you had some audio about Bush and the NAACP? Yeah, he. Uh, I guess he spoke to the NAACP. He's been, uh, he's been invited five times. He finally showed up for it, and uh, they had a interesting reaction to him. All right, here we go. Five years, five invitations, five rejections. Today, though, for the first time, as President George W. Bush addressed the annual convention of the NAACP, he declined all those other invitations, in part because the group has been extremely critical of him and his policies. Today, he tried to mend fences. He said he regrets that Republicans don't have a better relationship with African Americans. And I understand that many African Americans distrust my political party. So he goes up there and says, I, uh, I understand a lot of African Americans distrust my political party. Everybody starts cheering, like, because yes, yes, we do. We don't trust you guys. Oh. And he's standing up there, just looking around, waiting for the applause to die down, winking at people. And it's literally, I'm going to say, a good 10 second ovation on the fact that black folks don't trust the Republicans. And the wink is so creepy. George Bush doesn't care about black people. And I understand that many African Americans distrust my political party. <laughs> I consider it a. All right. I want to hear that one more time. Just the, yeah, uh, just ovation. the ovation. And I understand that many African Americans distrust my political party. That the party of Abraham Lincoln. All right, enough with the Abraham Lincoln bit. Yeah, any Republican will pull that card out at any time. Why have you done for me lately? That's the that's the gimmick anymore, Don't though. Forget we freed you. <laughs> it was our. Without us, you guys still wouldn't be free. No, yeah. you, remember it was Newt. Newt Gingrich did it. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I was talking to a buddy of mine that I played basketball with over at RDV. Mm-hmm. He's a very cool, you know, fun guy to talk to, but he's very conservative Republican. And so I was talking to him about the G8 and what just like running down the litany of the you know what the president did and dropping the S bomb. Just kind of how embarrassing he was over there. Chewing with his mouth open, complaining that the other leaders were talking too long, heckling Putin during his speech, and then groping the German Chancellor. Yeah, just giving an inappropriate back rub to her. And he he seems like a very rational, thoughtful guy, and he goes, You know, me and my buddies, we just don't see what's wrong with them. Like, I guess that was kind of embarrassing. Creepy. And Not like, even embarrassing, just creepy. And I'm like, that's all you got? You really, you don't see it? Like, nah, me and my buddies, he's a good guy. Yeah, you know what? There's People just have different ways of thinking. And it, when you are on one side, you don't understand how the other side thinks. 
And so we're sitting there in the hot tub. He's topless. I got my bottoms down. You know what? So I'm all I'm icing my uh, my calf. And I'm like, that's the problem right there. I'm like, you are a rational thinking guy. How do you not see? He goes, so how do you think the president will be remembered? And I go, in all honesty, we're going to look back. Uh, one word, buffoon. I honestly believe that is the way he'll be looked at. Dunce. Now, buffoon, I think, is good. And the buffoonery that involved, that is surrounding this administration. And, like, we have an argument, and for every point that he has, I have a counterpoint plus two. Mm-hmm. And it just isn't enough. And so then you're like, all right, what's the point? Like, I used to love talking politics all the time. Even sometimes on the show, I gave up. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's really just beating your chest, and all you get is the people who already agree with you agreeing with you more. Right. It, it really doesn't really help out with the other side. Do you think that's something where we can't, like, minds can't be changed anymore? Isn't It's an odd thing to think about, but it's almost to the point now where you, you can't change anybody's mind. Uh, that, that's not true. You just have to uh, pick your battles. A lot. Of, if someone is dead set on an idea, no, you aren't going to change their mind. But if you catch them early enough in the process, sure. Um. All right, here, I got more audio, just real quick, if you want. Okay. Um, what do you got? Uh, the president explaining why he vetoed the stem uh, cell research. This bill would support the taking of innocent human life in the hope of finding medical benefits for others. It crosses a moral boundary that our decent society needs to respect, so I vetoed it. Here And here's another thing with the stem cell thing. People on one side can't understand how the other side's thinking, and you aren't going to change their mind on it. He I, is that dead set in it. Can I tell you something? What's that? I kind of agree with him on that. Really? And I know that's going to shock a lot of people. I think we're screwing way too much with human, with uh, with nature, and I'm not a real big screwing fan. Screwing with nature? You know what I say? Screw nature. Uh, well, obviously, uh, it's a little bit different, missing the ing, mm-hmm. but I don't know about stem cells. It seems like it's too much. Like, I, I understand wanting to do everything you can to help, but I think that's part of the problem. We, we honestly, we're here on this earth to die. At How some do you point, know that? We have to die. What if God is just waiting for the time when we find out that, you know, hey, there is a way to live forever? There, and then. There are already too many people on this earth. I and, agree there. And, and I think stem cell research. Listen, there used to be a thing. It was Darwinism, it was survival of the fittest. Somehow you came down with this awful disease and it sucks for you. Yeah. I could have the ass cancer, I don't know. Well, here's the thing with uh, with complete Darwinism out the window now, because that doesn't happen. It doesn't happen unless you're like in Darfur or something. That's why we have uh, Napiers still walking around. Chunkses. They wouldn't have made it out of uh, 10 years old as uh, a caveman. You the, the two of them? Yeah. Those two would have been dead right away. No, here's the thing, though. They're the ones who eat these frosty... Um, the Frosties with the hot sauce and mm-hmm. cat food and all that other crap, and they somehow they're okay with it. They can survive. You understand what I'm saying? Like, well, I, all I say is uh, that they would be eaten by a pterodactyl by now if it was if it was back then. Listen, I'm not going to argue with that. I could see them getting crushed under a brontosaurus. Carl in the 407. Yeah, uh, did you hear what George Bush said about Michael J. Fox? He said if he wants a cure, he can suck on his kid's navel. 
the hell? What is that? I'm not sure what that even means. I, I was expecting a shake joke. Yeah. I'm not, I don't know. I do want a better uh, a better version of the S-bomb. Yeah. Last night's was a little... It was a little... Uh, grainy. Yeah. All right, here's this one. The irony is that what they need to do is get serious and get and stop doing this shit. So that's him talking mm-hmm. about, you know, stopping. Um, there were there were other. Uh, oh, here's one that's actually pretty funny. Mm-hmm. This is George Bush Sr. when he was vice president, pointing out um, Jeb's little brown kids to President uh, Reagan. Oh, Have you ever heard this one no. before? All right, check this one out. That's Jebby's kids from Florida, the little brown ones. One more time for your listening pleasure. That's Jebby's kids from Florida, the little brown ones. Don't be scared, they're Jeb's kids. It's okay. <laughs> Bob in the 407. Do not hand them your empty martini glasses. <laughs> Bob, hey, go ahead. Hey, what's up, man? Hey, buddy. Did you and your uh, significant other, girlfriend, whatever, ever... Like bake a couple dozen cookies and eat a eat eat a few. Of course. And then you bring some some in to work for your friends. Mm-hmm. Well, my wife and I went through in vitro and we made all of these eggs and we implanted some, got a daughter out of it. I would have liked to bring the rest of my eggs to the scientists and say, "Here, I had some left over." But you aren't allowed to. But I'm not allowed. To. And you know what? I listen. I'm torn on it. I'm genuinely torn on the whole stem cell thing because I understand. And I understand there are people that you want to save, and you got Michael J. Fox. Here's the it thing. Just, it seems like it's a little bit too much. And I'm not a religious person. I'm not a God-fearing person. I'm certainly not a conservative. But it almost makes me think, hey, at some point, we're ruined with nature just too much. People said the same thing about antibiotics. I agree. You're seeing it backfire on us. How? Because people, I think people, yes, people abuse that kind of stuff, and people go too far with uh, with Western medicine. Of you're, course, you're seeing that human beings now are more and more like these. A lot of times, people will go with the virus and they'll get an antibiotic, which isn't for a virus; it's mm-hmm. for bacteria, and it'll end up screwing them. And then here we go again: survival of the fittest. If you are too stupid to uh, to fight off some stuff uh, alone and let the the antibiotics take care of the serious stuff, yes. Do you want to hear what Michael J. Fox had to say about it? Go. All right, here we go. You know, I'd love to see these things solved in the next 20 years. I'm, personally, I regret the loss of six years and five years and that, that where real progress could have been made. Um, and and I, I, I find it frustrating that the president will use his first veto of his time in office to, to thwart this, this research. It just seems uh, a shame to me. I mean, we're certainly respectful of, of those who oppose this research and, and their reasoning for it, but they do represent a minority, and I think that I think that to make a choice to protect uh, millions of cells that are going to be destroyed over protecting millions of living and soon-to-be-living human beings and citizens of this country is uh, it's hard to get around that. I mean, I, don't, I can't I can't quite understand the the reasoning behind it. All right, let me say this. Wow, first of all, that doesn't even I I didn't know who, I thought that was like. Uh... Yeah, I, I don't know how you can listen to that man and uh, hear the pain he's going through daily and not say, we want to do everything to help people like this. Here's where I differ with the president. I don't think that those stem cells are little babies and little no. souls and little children who cry and feel or anything like that. Aww. That's the difference, okay? I don't believe that, like, at all. Don't turn me into a lung. Don't turn me into a lung. 
However, I do, uh, th- on the other hand, though, I think it's messing way too much with nature. At some point, we got to stop. Same thing with going too far with technology. 407-916-1041, It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Back in the hideout, Real Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041, Supervillain says, when you talk about not being able to change people's minds, it kind of leads to the point where a lot of people can't think for themselves nowadays. Yeah, you pick one side and you stick with it, no matter how much sense anybody else is making, because you do not want to be wrong. And those of us, or those who have the money and power and control, can't control the rest of the population, just by telling them what to think. Yeah. That's why I'm telling, I'm not going to sit here and say, hey, I know everything about everything. Um, I'm torn on the stem cells. I don't think that they're many children who have souls, but at the same time, too, I don't think we should be going that but here, far. Here's the thing. This is what you always bring it back to. If if you or someone else doesn't want to use these things, that's fine. But people should have the choice on if these <sighs> things are available to them. I don't know, because I think there's even, two. you have almost a sense of, like, what about the greater good for humanity overall? Again... How is that the greater good? I think when people live too long... It's detrimental to mankind. Listen, I have a grandfather that just that, died. That is completely speculation. I th- no, it's not speculation. You see it going on now. There are way too many people on Earth. Right, yeah, because you can't go. because no, it's not even. A, it's not your choice to make for someone and else. Listen, no, we make that choice all the time. We have drugs here uh, in the United States for AIDS victims to help them live longer, yet we refuse to share those with the people in Africa who have it. Mm-hmm. So we make that choice all the time. Don't tell me we don't make that choice. But we shouldn't. And you, you are, you're saying because one mis- uh, injustice is going on, another one, it should be able to. Uh, happen as well. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Add in the 321. What's up, Ed? Hey, how you doing? I'll have in dubs. I, um, I was going to make a point that uh, the stem cells are allowed to be uh, researched by other drug companies. It's just that we're not having to pay for it as a uh, here's... as a society, which it seems to me like if you're a capitalistic society, you know somebody's going to get rich off of this. Go research and it. Ed, Ed, here's the, here's the problem, and here's what uh, I I can understand uh, you not wanting government funds to go to it, and that's fine. They can find another way around it. But what they're doing, they're stopping uh, these fertility clinics from being able to uh, donate those extra ones. People can't donate theirs. So people, uh, the people who are doing stem cell research only have a certain amount of stem cells to work with now, and once they're out, they're done. And uh, and thank you, Ed, for the phone call. Let me say this, Dubs. Like I've told you, I'm a proponent of choice. I think we need to make the choice of saying, hey, you know, this, let's look at the greater good of uh, of mankind overall. Let's and I honestly don't think this is it. Let's see if Cell Saver uh, can change your mind here in the 321. What's up, Cell Saver? Hey, um, there's a couple of points I want to make. First off, the uh, government funding. Um, many, many private companies will not um, put money into research if the federal government won't as well. Yeah. Um, because they see it as, you know, not as, not as uh, a safe uh, investment. And I mean, when it comes down to it, we're still talking about money when it comes mm. to the investment. Um, but you keep getting stuck, uh, specifically Hefe, on extending life. But a lot of what I'm hoping comes out of stem cell research is improving life. Yeah, people be able um, to get out of wheelchairs and stuff like that. That's exactly. the big thing. My wife has MS, and 
you know, it could do a world of good for her if they could come up with a way to regrow the cells that. And it wouldn't are, really, it wouldn't really extend her life at all. It would just make her life now more comfortable. Listen, exactly. I, and you know, and I feel bad for your wife, and I'm not going to sit here and be completely heartless, but sometimes that's what we're dealt in life. So you are saying Listen, that everything happens for a reason, and you have to deal the cards you're dealt. You have no way of changing your own destiny. No, I'm not talking about having no way of changing you said, your own destiny. You said that's the cards can, I, dealt. can I speak? I'm. Do you mind if I speak? My do you point, mind if you don't yell at me? My point is that when you get, when you end up having this magic cure, and now we can cure everything, and that is the potential with stem cell research. People may never die. What's going to... No, listen to me, man. Everything this, still deteriorates. If you can regenerate livers, who says you can't go through five new livers if that's what stem cells can do for you? Livers are a regenerating organ. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying, but these stem cells, they're talking about how you can save and replace things. I'm telling you, it's an issue further on down the line. Of course, right now, we all immediately want to feel good, and we all want to immediately feel better right now. We never look. We all want to drive our gas guzzlers because it feels good right now, not thinking about what it's doing to the environment. Nobody has any, you know... Uh, the ability to look ahead and see the potential of what could happen and the detriment. I just can't believe you're you're willing to stifle the the uh, progression of the human race. Listen, I'm not saying stifle. I, I've even told you that I'm torn on it. I don't have all the answers, but I'm not like everybody else rushing out because I think we need to analyze this from all angles. And one potential thing is overpopulation on this earth. It's legitimate. It's we're running out of forests. We're running out of ways to fuel our uh, places. It's a legitimate issue. Maybe the issue is on how we're dealing with stuff and not, and not with how many people are on here. What do you mean? The resources we're using and how we're using them and not the amount of people. At some point, you run out of room, dude. At some point, you and run that, out of room and, and you become obsolete and, and you that, just and begin leeching on society. No, and that's where the progression goes further, where we have been trying to, uh, just like uh, like science has been saying, we've been trying to move further into space, seeing what else is out We're there. We're not trying anymore. We're not trying to get further on anything as far as, as far as we, space we goes. Sent, we just sent uh, a rover to Mars. We're looking around. We're trying to find out what, where we go from here. Just like when people said, "Hey, you can't, uh, you can't sail out of here because there's nothing out there. The world's flat. You'll fall right off of it." All I'm asking is to analyze from all ends and legitimately think of the consequences that could happen. Nobody wants to think consequences anymore. Everybody wants to feel good now, not thinking about what could happen to future generations for mankind. Because you know what? Maybe, who cares? I live in the now. I enjoy playing my video games and, you know, eating all the time and this, that, and the other. Hey, maybe that's the way I want to live. All right, fine. Do you care nothing about your offspring, their offspring, offspring after I that? sure do. And you care nothing about humanity overall when you don't look at everything from all angles. I'm looking at everything at all angles, and I'm, I'm looking at uh, science as a whole. And to stop science is not to be looking for the future. Listen, I'm not telling you to stop science. I'm telling you to examine it's a, it. It's a that's, major uh, area for it. That's all I want to do is examine. It's a hideout, Road Radio 104.1. Back in the hideout, hour two. It's Road Radio 104.1. 
1041 star one zero four one on your singular wireless phone. I know we're having this stem cell debate, and mm-hmm. it's the same thing I even point to the development of technology and artificial intelligence and our reliance on technology. And that's not good for humankind. It's Humans uh, overall probably don't use their bodies as much as they used to. They're reliant too much on computers. And has the technology helped? Absolutely. Where's the stopping point? Wouldn't you is say, there? Wouldn't you say enough is enough? Not to say, you know, not to sound like a complete loony, but who knows if the whole Terminator thing or iRobot, there are countless movies that warn us that, hey, you know, at some point you got to lean back a little bit from this going a little bit too far when it comes to technology. But I'm not going to take the word of movies on everything. Well, I don't, I, yeah, I don't either. But you still got to stop and think. It's all about thinking about what could happen in the future. If we begin to develop these, um, you know, artificial intelligence, and then it begins to think for itself, because we certainly can't anymore. And it says, hey, wait a second, we don't need the humans anymore. Let's begin wiping them out. I know it sounds wacky, but you just got to think about, you know, humanity overall. And what could happen in the future, and when is too much too much? Because right now, that's our problem. There's no, nobody says to themselves, I've had enough. I think the it's sky's all, the limit for... It's all about how can I get more. Give me more, 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 without thinking of the consequences of the future. Uh, joining us in the hideout, J-Dubs, um, from Lake Cardiology... He was in uh, the hideout once before, and he's actually going to take your phone calls if you have any sort of uh, medical ailments. Kind of ties in. We didn't mean for it to. Mm-hmm. Um, Dr. Uh, Ken Kronhaus here in the hideout. How you doing, Dr. Hey, Kronhaus? Guys. Hey, guys. You know, you were talking about extending life, and I really think it's about quality of life. My 89-and-a-half-year-old father passed away expectedly last week. About three months ago, he was diagnosed with a heart problem. His aortic valve rusted out, and the only treatment that would save his life was a surgery that he decided he just didn't want to have at 89 and a half. He had a great life. His head worked better than mine up until about three months ago. Mm-hmm. And he just decided that he had a great life, and he said goodbye to all of us about three months ago. Yeah, you know, and that, that's part of the talk about it, extending a life, better quality of life. And, you know, you know, uh, sorry to hear about the passing of your, you know, your father, but then again, he made the choice. Exactly. So, but the choice is available to him. Yeah, and that's what I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and tell you, hey, this is the end all be all. I'm right. You're wrong. I just want us to think about it overall before we and start jumping I, in. I think the doctors would, uh, would, and maybe Mr. Uh, Dr. Kronhaus could, Correct me on this. There would be a code of ethics that would go along with this of not, you know, trying to push it too far. When it comes to stem research yeah. or you stem cells. Know, you know, it's hard for some doctors because we are trained to extend life. And sometimes we're, in all candidness, we're just a little too aggressive about it. And we spend so much of the money in the last few weeks of your life when there's really no hope. Mm-hmm. And hospice is a wonderful thing. And I was, as a heart doctor, you know, it tore my heart out not being able to help my father. But I had to hold myself back and not help him because this is what he wanted. And I knew he needed to make the decision. And I knew I had to hold myself back and not change his mind. You know, I actually see that a lot from 
from Dr. Ross on ER. <laughs> uh, not lying Stop to you. Stop with the ER. Uh, no, whatever. <laughs> it's, uh, he's right, though, where sometimes you're overly aggressive and you just got to say, hey, you know what? There's nothing more I can do. We are. You're right. We are. And that's the way we're trained. And sometimes we just need to sit down and ask ourselves, what are we doing? Uh, Dr. Ken Kronknausen here to take your phone calls. If you have any medical issues, 407-916-1041, Let's start with mine. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I, know, I know Chunks went over them with you, and you just kind of said, wow. Uh, let's start with my leaky belly button. <laughs> I know you, yeah, I know you, t- you specialize you know, with the 3D heart scan, but what do you know about the... Which, by the way, the leaky butt- belly button is feeling better, and it's not leaking anymore or stinking. It just happened over that, you know, four or five days. What what was that? You have any ideas? Hey, we all got a belly button, and I don't only focus on the heart. I take care of the whole body, and if it hurts you, it hurts me. And if you have a stinky belly button, there's probably an infection there. You know those belly buttons? They're sitting in a nice warm place in the body mm-hmm. and it's wet there often and i don't know what we're putting in there whether there's any piercing or anything but that is just a nice place for some fungus to grow and that's probably what it was okay because that's and again i cleaned it out with the, and i have actually still continue to every day the hydrogen peroxide I probably should end up stopping it at this point because it's feeling better and everything's fine what but, is it what else do you clean it out with are you supposed to clean it out with uh what witch's hazel yeah, you can go to the pharmacy mm-hmm. and just tell them that you've got an infection. They can give you some sort of powder or or salve to put on it. And the key is, you know, I don't want to question your hygiene. I'm not going to make any questions. Question it. No, you know, and you know, I'll be honest with you. And I'm not going to lie to you. I thought about it. Hey, no lying here. I um I wear Under Armour when I work out. Okay. And I realized that right around when I got this. For that week, I hadn't I hadn't washed that Under Armour, and I'd pretty much worked out in it every day and gone swimming in it twice. There you Ooh, go. I bet yeah. that that's it. And, and I'm almost positive that's where it came from. I I think you're right. And I why you know I even you know I bathe sometimes twice a day, but I think that there alone was enough. All right, four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. If you got questions for Doctor Cronhouse, did you want to go with uh, a question, another question, or do you want to go to the listeners? I I got one more question. And I, I, I have a, I have a couple couple listeners but all right um my other one too that i had pretty bad hey guys can i ask a favor yeah sure. tonight i'm dr ken during the day i'm dr Cronhouse. all right dr. dr ken all right very good that's a lot easier than dr ken late cardiology 352-735-1400 now i we got to be careful well we got a doctor on the line so it's okay i've had issues with bleeding is he still there yeah, yeah. bleeding from uh the backside. Yeah. And it's been going on for a while. I've recently started taking my medication. Um I went to a you know, a colon rectal specialist and he said it looks like it's um hem- internal hemorrhoids. Uh-huh. So I've been taking the cream. But anything else that, that I should be worried about other than that, I'm going back for a colonoscopy later. Well, you know, it all depends on the age and your family history. And often we worry about us doctors. You know, us doctors worry about the worst possible cause. Whenever you tell us something, we're always thinking in our minds, what's the worst possible thing this can be? And that's just the way doctors think. And the worst possible thing this can be is cancer. But it's really unlikely, unless you have a family history at your age, that this could be a cancer. No. It's, it's most likely, hey, you know, doing radio, you sit a lot. You, mm. And, and you're, you're most likely going to get a hemorrhoid. 
So you want to just add some fiber to the diet so you don't strain when you have a bowel movement. You want to have nice, soft bowel movements and not Boy, strain. Boy, do I. You know, and you know, I actually I spent thirty dollars on fiber over the weekend. I started taking my uh, internal cream, uh, which uh, is a whole nother issue. All right, now phone calls four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. Doctor Ken, he is the uh, first doctor in Central Florida to develop the revolutionary three D heart scan. Um, actually, I I want Matt at some point to ask him about him thinking about fried chicken during the middle of the night and getting heart pains. <laughs> he actually did. But oh, first, God. Your, your first, your phone call. Steve. Steve in the 520. What's up, Steve? Hey, hey how Steve. you doing, Doc? Hi, Steve. Hey, question, Doc. I had a uh, five bypasses on last April. Wow. Uh, I'm a 47-year-old male. And um, I just want to know, is there – how long do these um, – the new the new veins, they – our arteries they put in the heart last. Is it is it a long time or am I going to have to have something else done? Yes. Steve, uh, what's the, or what? Steve, what's the warranty on these new vessels? <laughs> you know, we quote an average of about seven to eleven years, but if you change your lifestyle, these things will last a lot longer. Don't smoke. Make sure that sugar's under a hundred. The cholesterol, that bad cholesterol, is really low under seventy. And just eat a heart healthy diet and get some exercise and get the steam out of your ears. Yeah, I got I got the cholesterol down. I think around 121 or something like that. Uh, the my uh, bad cholesterol is down to like 77. Get it even lower. You can get it down under 60. Uh, you can go down as low as 15 before it's dangerous. The lower, the better to keep that plumbing open. Well, I really appreciate it. Thank and you. And it'll make your sex life better because remember the Hot. circulation to your genitalia. It's all plumbing, and people who have problems with circulation to the heart. Uh, over the body. You know, that's a very interesting point because I've always, uh, even when I was at my fattest, mm. I'm not. I was, uh, I'm sure, a huge disappointment in bed uh, because I had a lack of sex drive. Is that all kind of tied in? Well, we on the top or the bottom? Uh, well, um, uh, I was on top. Well, uh, you know, you lost the weight. You were probably a lot more fun on on the bottom then. But but also. The, <laughs> But also the circulation issues, are, are it's all plumbing. And there's a study out just this week about impotence. It's a subject I love to talk about. And people who have impotence, they had actually developed impotence years before they had any signs of heart disease. And now the recommendation is if you have impotence, get the heart checked out. So then it's not a good idea to be going around just popping Viagra pills then, right? Absolutely not. You shouldn't do it without the help of at least talking to a doctor because it can be a deadly combination. Some of my patients say it's worth dying for. Ah, uh, we got uh, Dr. Ken here in the hideout. Road Radio 104.1 taking your phone calls. Let's go to Tobias the Banker in the uh, 586. What's Tobias that? the Banker. Hi, Dr. Ken. How hey, you doing? Hi, Bias. Thanks for calling. Uh, I have kind of a, a weird problem, but you've probably heard it a million times. Hey, nothing is weird to me. Well, okay. I was with my family on my Conestoga wagon traveling through Chimney Rock, and it turns out my oxen didn't have sufficient grass, so I had to go hunting. And uh, on the way back with 100 pounds of buffalo meat, it turns out I can't carry any more than that. I snagged myself on a little branch, and I think I caught cholera. Is that good or bad? It's easily treatable. You just want to make sure you see a doctor. I think that's from Oregon Trail. I don't think that's a real legitimate question. <laughs> I think that's. Uh, oh. I think. I think he's smoking those funny cigarettes. Yeah. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. Go to Josh in the four zero seven. Josh. John. Oh, John. Go ahead, John. Hey, hey Doctor Ken. Hi, John. Hey, I just found out my father has um, 
stage three bronchitis, which um, we're all kind of surprised to hear about it, but he has a very hard time breathing. And doctors are telling us that there's not much we can do for him anymore, that he really don't have much time to live. Well, has he stopped smoking? No. That's the hardest mm. thing that we cannot get him to do. Yeah, that that is tough. It's addictive. And, he, and I've seen people smoke through their ventilators. That's how addicting it is. And I'd have some oxygen at home. He wants to see an ideal pulmonologist, a lung specialist. That's who he should be seeing, be intimate with, and that's the person who can help him the most. Yeah, they got him on inhalers and stuff. But it, is there more that it can actually do for him? Or? Well, there is surgery if he wants to go through it, the lung transplant. It's a big operation. He'd have to go up to one of the centers, the University of Florida, Gainesville. Get him to a very good pulmonologist, a lung specialist. Go with him. He needs help. People shouldn't go to the doctors alone. You know, think about it. You're so nervous. I'm nervous. When I go to the doctor, I'm scared. I don't go alone. Go with him and, and find out what he wants. Don't push him to do things he won't want. Talk to him. Does he want to have surgery? I mean, are you treating yourself or you're treating dad? But if dad wants everything possible, then you go with him. Go to a referral hospital, university hospital and talk about options like lung transplant, but only if he wants to. Don't force him through this. You'll regret it the rest of your life. Dr. Ken here in the hideout, Road Radio 104.1, host of nationally syndicated uh, show Heart Talk Live. Also heard on our sister station, uh, 540 Sundays from 2 to 4, hardtalklive.com. Is that one of the things, too, like as a doctor, uh, I know you're, it's all, again, about the patient's choice, but when the patient isn't doing what you tell them they need to do in order to get better? I know Becker would always have an issue with that. You know, we're talking now what makes a good patient. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, people are always wondering about, is it a good doctor? But let me tell you, we, let me let you in on a little secret. Us doctors, we think about you all the time. And if we do well with you, we've got a good day. If you, we have a bad patient, it ruins our day. And this is about being a good patient. And you will get better care. You'll get better attention from your doctor. And everyone's complaining. No, the doctors won't talk to them. They won't spend time with them. If you be a good patient, do what the doctor says. If you don't like what the doctor's saying, go see somebody else. It's like a relationship with your significant other. Hey, you're not going to hang around in the bedroom with her if you don't like her or him. So if you don't like what the doctor's saying, don't hang around in the exam room with him or her. Go find another one. Uh, 407 Let's go to Josh in the 407. Josh. Hey, hey Josh. What's up, Doc? Hey, Josh. Thanks for calling. Hey, um, my daughter had AD canal heart defect corrected. Yeah. Uh, she has Down syndrome. And I've heard all kinds of stories about the life expectancy of uh, a child like that. And I was just wondering what, what you know, you heard or what the life expectancy should be. Well, bless her heart. You know, it really does depend on how much surgery she had, what kind of repair she had. You know, if you want to email me and, and give me some more facts, I'd be glad to look over her situation. But without knowing her exact repair and how she's doing right now and what they had to do, it would be really hard for me to tell you specifically in your situation. But bless your heart, this, this affects a family forever. What I'd recommend is what she needs to be followed by is a special kind of heart doctor, a heart doctor that specializes in adult congenital heart disease. 
And people are living long now. People who had these horrible congenital abnormalities of the heart used to die very quickly. Mm-hmm. And uh, now they live long, and, and you can live long, but you need to be with a heart doctor who specializes in, and it's a mouthful, adult congenital heart disease, and she will live the longest possible. If you email me, I'll connect you up with some people who specialize there. Uh, HeartTalkLive.com. Uh, Dr. Kenny, now I have a, a cousin. Mm-hmm. who has Downs, and now they would never really tell me what it was when I was young, but they also said, too, that she was born with a hole in her heart. I'm wondering if that was something that was even similarly related or if they were just trying to tell me, like, that's why she's different. She had a hole in her heart. Yeah, you know, we could talk about forever about how parents try to protect us from these things and whether they should, because we want to know as kids and, and whether we really want to be protected. But that wall that's open in the heart goes along with the genetic abnormality that's associated with Downs. There's mental retardation. Oh, wow. All right. And often there are heart changes that go along. It's a genetic abnormality, and the heart is formed by genes like the rest of us, so the parts are just not put together. Probably. J-Dubs, any thoughts? No, no, I'm good. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. We got time for a couple more phone calls with Dr. Ken? Yeah, sure. let's do a couple more. Ephraim, uh, the uh, carpenter in the 583, what do you got? Hi, Dr. Ken. Hey, thanks for calling. Well, this is kind of weird, but I was fording a river with my family the other night, and it turns out the wagon was a little too heavy, and I fell in to the Columbia River. <laughs> and uh, I, feel kind of I feel kind of typhoidy. I feel kind of typhoidy. Is that bad? <laughs> where, where were you heading to? I was hitting to Oregon. Uh, oh, it's Oregon Trail again. Yeah. I oh, think this boy. is a cholera story. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Uh, 407 916 You want to do some psychiatry tonight? We I would love to, if that's at all possible. <laughs> I, I, we could do that also. Let's go to uh, Mr. Moe in the 386. Mr. Moe, you there? Hey, Moe. Hey, hey, Doc. What's up? Hi. Hey, listen, my dad was uh, diagnosed with cardiomyopathy, uh, I don't know, back in 1990s. He seems to be doing okay now. He's taking his meds and everything. But here lately, my my chest, or like, my, like my heart is like, you know, I'll sit there and it, it, it beats a couple of times, like really fast and then stops and slows down and beats again real fast and stops and slows down. Just wonder if I need to go in and get checked out or what's going on with that. Mo, just get some peace of mind. It's so easy today to get these things checked out. We don't need to cut you open. We can do it totally non-intrusively. We can image you with ultrasound and see if there's anything going on. We can do all of this without any pain, without any cutting. Just the peace of mind of knowing that everything's okay is worth it. All right, Dr. Kent here in the hideout. Um, Lake Cardiology, 352-735-1400. HardTalkLive.com. Yeah. Sundays nationally syndicated on 540. Our sister station, HardTalkLive.com. You're a huge hit, Dr. Cronhouse, and uh, we have a lot of calls still for you, but I guess we'll get to those at another date. Yeah, well, do I think we're I'm, gonna... I'm here for the. You tell me how long you want me to stay. I'm here. That's awesome. I think we'll uh, pick it back up next Thursday for everybody that uh, save your questions. And if you really, if it's that important in your heart and you got questions, uh, go see our buddy, Dr. Ken. Uh, again, that's 352-735-1400. Thank Thank you, Dr. Ken. Appreciate hey, it, buddy. Thanks a lot, El Happy and J Dubs. All right, right we'll bro. talk to you soon. You had to bite your tongue, didn't you? Yes. I have a During cousin. I have thing, a cousin was... who has Downs <laughs> and a hole in the heart. <laughs> oh. That's so up. So I bet you. Oh, just a relief. Hey, Mo. Hey, Mo. I knew that was going to happen. Hey, Mo. <laughs> 
Now listen, and thank you so much, Dr. Kent, for coming in. I can't, I'm actually very excited about uh, next Thursday night mm-hmm. at 8. But I had a good question, too. I really wanted to hear the answers, too. I had the, uh, but my, my, my cousin had it. And I didn't know whether or not it was, you know, my parents trying to say, well, that's her way of being different mm-hmm. because she was born with a hole or in her heart. Or if it was real. Or if it was legitimate, but still getting around the whole Down syndrome thing. You know what I mean? Because I didn't know they were actually related until tonight. All no, right. It's a hideout, Road Radio 104.1. Hour two. It's a hideout, Road Radio 104.1. 407 star one zero four one and singular wireless phone. You ever hit that time where you're just like, man, I'm getting old? Yeah, I've, I've hit that time a couple times. You're 25, though, right? I know. And I'm 28? Mm. But this year and all my health problems, here's why the health problems have been incredibly... Uh, like hit me hard. Mm-hmm. I was never hurt before. I rarely even got sick before. You're Superman. You felt you felt on top of the world, and then you find out, yeah, you are human. Uh, you know, at some point you think, man, I was, oh, invincible, invincible. Yeah, I don't get sick. That doesn't happen to me. Then all of a sudden, you're bleeding from places you shouldn't be. <laughs> you got ooze coming from other places. You know, and you're just like, what the hell happened? Is my youth over now? Yeah. Sad. No, it's not. I was thinking to myself, then I see these guys, I play the basketball with all of these guys who are in their 20s and, you know, 30s. And I'm like, no way, this will be me. I hope. But you know what else I found very interesting, too? What's that? Every every time after I play basketball on Tuesday and Thursdays at RDV, I hop into the cold plunge, which is excruciating. It's set at about 42 degrees. Ouch. Yeah. And you get you in it, I put you into shock. You get in it for about, about uh, I would say roughly around, I do it for 90 seconds. Mm-hmm. Then I go hop into the um, Whirlpool, which is 104 degrees, for about 10 minutes. Then back into the cold plunge for another two minutes. And you feel fantastic. But, it, you know, it stings. But I'm like, I was thinking about it today because I see a lot of the older guys doing it. You know? And I'm like, am I going to have to do this from now on? For the rest of my life, after I play basketball? Just to feel decent afterwards? Just to feel you'd, like you did when you were 18 or you were 20. Remember when you were like 19, 20, when you could literally play full-court basketball for three hours a day, every day? You would leave a hardcore football practice and not even really be... You'd be able to go home, do whatever afterwards. You wouldn't be sore. You wouldn't be laying on the couch just like, oh, God. Yeah, after, in fact, in, in high school, it was football practice... Then we'd go home and we'd play street basketball mm-hmm. for a good two or three hours, yeah, eat, we, and then, you know, fall asleep or whatever. We'd be done with, like, football practice. We'd still be in our, our uh, pads and the pants, the pad pants, and we'd be playing basketball out in the, uh, at the, uh, uh, whatever, the courts outside. You know, and, you know, you weren't... Like slam ball? Yeah, you weren't even, like, really, you know, you didn't worry about it. You didn't go get showered right away. You, you wanted to work out more and go run around more. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. I just kind of hit that realization. Yeah, now you can't wait to lay down afterwards, dude. I take, you know, I sleep probably seven eight hours at night, mm-hmm. and I take a good hour nap in the afternoon. I have to now, just to function like a human being, especially because I'm not on a caffeine. I know. Today I uh, woke up at eight thirty. Oh, I went to bed at like five last night, so I only got like three and a half hours sleep. How do you know when you're getting old, dude? What are other signs? Well, when I listen to like the new music and I'm like, 
the hell is this crap? That's my sign. I'm like, oh, God. I'm that guy now. Um, yeah, oh. My music's way better. Yeah, the music of my day was just, oh, it was way better than this crap. Let me turn you on to something, Pearl Jam. Here's the new hit from Pearl Jam. I guess they do actually do have something new, though. You know, so it, it, it's it not going to be a hit like it was back for us. It doesn't quite work out. Mm-mm. Um, I'll tell you this, and I was thinking about this, too. Actually, because I was going through this whole, not midlife crisis thing, while I was sitting there in the cold plunge in the whirlpool, I don't go out and party anymore. Like, I haven't been downtown since I can't even remember. No, I I don't know when last time I've shut a bar down. You know, like, hey, I'm here till it closes. Well, last night I shut down Rocky's Replay, and I'll probably shut it down again tonight, but it closes at midnight yeah. during the week. You know, so it's not quite the same. But that's, but I'm like, but I'm not gonna lie to you. I felt good when they go, hey, we got 15 minutes, and I'm like, oh wow, look at me, hit the semi-sonic. I'm a little tipsy. It's closing time. <laughs> oh wait a second, all the other children have to be in school tomorrow. Chunk sent me over a list. You know you're old when, I guess it's called. When you, you have a semi-sonic to be played? <laughs> yes. When you have a party and your neighbors don't realize it, that's how you know you're old. I guess so. Yeah, because you don't have loud pumping music. No, it's usually you guys just sitting around watching something. Well, sitting around, or, or even chatting mm-hmm. over some nice wine. Yeah, drinking a wine. Or a nice a import. Fine Merlot. A nice import uh, with your cheeses and your crackers. You know you're getting old when you can live without sex? Uh, you know you're married. Yeah. Basically, because wow. that happened to me when I was married. I, I'm not talking months at a time. At you know, oh yeah, you know you're getting old when uh, your back goes out more than you do, and I don't, I don't know if uh, you know, but that does make sense. You know, something like you 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 are injured and uh, hurting more than actually able to go out and party. I don't know if you can see that, but that was actually a radio raise of the hand. Yes, right here. That's me. Back isn't really an issue. But when you, you know when you're icing yourself and you know whirlpooling after every time you play basketball, yeah, the, you're closer to that than you think. Mr. Delicious is in 321. What's up, Mr. Hey, Delicious? Guys. Very sad subject. Yeah, well, I didn't mean for it to be a downer, but you know sometimes <laughs> no, when, I, when I turned 40, I got my hair cut, and the girl was cutting my hair. Asked if she wanted me to clip my ear hairs. <laughs> oh man, last time I got my hair cut, they trimmed <laughs> they trimmed my uh, eyebrow hair. Hi. Yeah. All right, now oh. you, uh, Mr. Delicious, at least it happened to you when you were 40. I'm not lying. This is a probably once, maybe twice a month ritual. Mm. And I did it, I think, Saturday after Heretic Basketball. I shaved my head because I'm balding. So it's a nice, clean shave, Michael Jordan style. Then I clipped the ear hair, clipped the nostril hair, and then got out my... Um, my um, like shaver or whatever, yeah, and went over my eyebrows with a nice one guard. My, wow, mine was sad. No fourth guard. My, <laughs> and, I, and I'm clipping them off, dude. I mean, it's like they're falling off. I'm like, I'll clean now. That's I, once a month for me, maybe twice. I felt terrible about it because the uh, the barber actually said, "Hey, I'm gonna trim up your eyebrows if you don't mind." Like, really? Are they that long? That means that it was bothering them the minute you walked in. Yeah, they're just looking at it like God. Damn it. I hate this guy. What's he doing? Why, right. why even bother cutting his hair? Everyone's just going to stare at those eyebrows. How about when you start considering places to retire to? 
Yeah, like, like oh, that'd reached, be a nice place. I haven't reached that yet. I have. I, I think about it. Really? <laughs> yeah. I've chosen one place for it not to be. Florida. Why? I figure if you live in Florida, you shouldn't retire in Florida. Yeah. Because usually you retire to get away. You know what I mean? Yeah, you want to be away from the life you lived. My dad grew up uh, like three and a half hours away, and my whole life he's always talking about Florida's great, you know, you just wear T-shirts and shorts all year, blah, blah, it's so awesome, and the beach and everything. I talked to him like a month ago. He's like, I hate it here. I can't wait to leave. And I go, you were talking about retiring here. You bought a house here and everything. He's like, I hate it here. I got to get out of here. I'm going to uh, probably retire back in Texas. Yeah? I think I'll, because I don't think. never want to return to Michigan. I seriously doubt I'm going to make it back to Texas in our career. (laughs) So, and I do love Texas, so I think I'll probably just end up going back there when it's all said and done. You know what I mean? That's what my dad said. (laughs) I don't know. I love Texas, though, a lot. That's what my dad said. 407 flat and hot here. I hate it. 978-1041. You know you're getting old when uh, you buy a compass for your dash. That is true. My dad has one what? now. And my my uh, grandpa always had one. A compass. Like a little compass. Like it's a little half uh, like globe thing. And it just tells you which way you're going. I don't know why you need that, but... Every old person has it. How about when you're looking at various landscapes, telling yourself, ooh, that'd be a nice place to be buried? <laughs> you know, that's the place. When you're younger, I would like a house on top of that hill. Now, I would like to be buried on top of that hill. Right. I've done that, too. John in the 386. What's up, John? Hey, not much, guys. I just had a quick question. You know, I'm 30 years old, and, you know, I like to wear baggy clothes. I'm mm-hmm. not to the point like where, you know, my boxer shorts hang out or anything like that. But, you know, I'd say 2XL. You know, Tommy or, you know, Calvin Klein or something like that. Right. At what, at what point do you start, you know, dressing more conservative? Well, uh, we we were talking about that the other night with yeah. the, the hat. You know, it's funny, too, and I've been considering that. Right now, for me, it's cargo shorts. I feel if I'm, I feel like I'm dressing up when I put on socks and shoes because I'm way into the sandals and black mm-hmm. T-shirts. It's a uniform for me every day. Well, you give me crap whenever I wear, like, a polo shirt or something. Yeah, I go, look at you, corporate doves. You just had a yellow collared shirt on. Yeah, it wasn't anything special. But, you know, that's... A, now, hold on, let's analyze that for a second, though. I think it depends on what job you're at. You know what I mean? But maybe well, not, because I look at Mr. Phillips, and, you know, Jim Phillips dresses nice to come in here and be on the radio. You and I... I, this is what we schlub around in all day. This is probably what we fall asleep in. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. You know, so I think it depends, you know, on um, what you want to do. And I, I, I think in any job, if you dress better, you're taken more seriously. Here's the thing. I think you can't look old, meaning you can't kind of be graying and balding and still wearing the cargo shorts. Yeah, you can't be... Uh, and who, flip-flops. Who was the American Idol winner? Yeah, you know, uh, Taylor Hicks or yeah, whatever. He, he can't pull it off anymore, but someone his same age who doesn't have the gray hair and all that stuff going on can pull it off. Exactly. I think that's a good way of looking at it. Unless you're, like, super in shape. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe if you're ripped, you know, you're one of those older guys who's physically still, you still I, got it. I still think that's sad. Mm, yeah, you're right. You're like it's, the, it's like he's holding on too hard now. Like the dude from the Big Lebowski, mm-hmm. or Soft, our hideout documentary <laughs> filmmaker, <laughs> Caveman in the four hundred seven. Hello, go. What's up, hey, Caveman? What's going on, guys? Let me tell you something. 
I'm getting old, and I know it because when I when I cough really hard, I fart. <laughs> All right, now see, well, I see. If it were after ten, I'd tell you what happened when I fart. I'm sure uh, everybody can get a nice mental image of that. Just think about my medicine. <laughs> that's all I want you to think about and what could happen, and that's what happens. Bam Bam in the 321. What's up, Bam Bam? Gentlemen, what's happening? What you got? F.A. Mm-hmm. Talking about playing your sport. You grow up playing b-ball and football. I'm 40. You can still do the same things you always did. It just takes you ten times longer to recover. You know, I, I, that is a good point. And let me tell you where. Specifically, man, oh boy, it really hit me. Now, I, part of this, I'm 28 and I'm thinking, all right, they're professional ball players, but they're in better shape. Mm. But he brings up a great point. Heretic basketball on Saturday. When we played, and we're going to be playing again this Saturday, details on hideoutheretics.net. I'll bump up the post on general discussions here in a second. Or actually, under Heretic Talk, probably. But what ends up happening is Heretic Basketball, Saturday afternoon in the middle of the heat, you know, I felt good while we were playing. But that next day, I usually play with Dan Stone and a few of his buddies. I woke up and I'm like, there's no way. I can't even move. If I want to hope to play it at all this next week, I'm going to have to take today off when, you know, maybe just as little as two years ago, I could play Saturday and Sunday afternoons as long as, and as well as Tuesdays and Thursdays. It's not even workout recovery time, it's drinking recovery time, too. You know what's odd, though? Last night when I shut down Rockies, mm-hmm. I woke up this morning because it was a couple first beers I probably had had since the you know, weekend or whatever. I felt great this morning. Really? I just had two. Yeah, just two. You didn't overdo it, it. And it just helped me sleep really well. But, yeah, as far as like going out and getting drunk. Yeah, you, it'll take you a whole weekend to get over it then. when you, Before, you know, you'd, you'd wake up in the morning and feel like crap, go eat some McDonald's, feel 100% better. Can't do that anymore. Oh, yeah, that was always the cure for the hangover. Hawk in the 904. What's going on? Hey, it's Hawk. Yeah, buddy. Hey, man, i tell you what. Uh, I've got to make it quick. I've got to go sit in the hot tub and trim my ears. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I got totally deflated when uh, I was subscribing to uh, Playboy magazine, and you're looking at this centerfold, centerfold chick and saying, hey, I can handle this. You flip over and the birthday earlier than your graduation date you're like oh, oh. Geez, she could she could be my daughter <laughs> uh, you know what dude that's a such a fantastic point too and uh, like us we're sports guys and when you see people being drafted that are 18 years old well, last night we had t squared on mm-hmm. there's a 19 year old kid making two hundred fifty thousand dollars a year playing video games he's ranked number one in stuff magazine as far as under 30 guys Above LeBron James and Fez from that 70s show and Kanye West. And you're like, you young son of a bitch. And they're like, wait a second. Oh, man. I called him a, he's not just a son of a bitch anymore. He's a young son of a bitch. A whippersnapper. Yeah, the whippersnapper is getting under your skin. I call him hey, rich guy. (laughs) Your wrinkled skin. Buck in the 757. Hide out. Yo. Yo, brother. Yeah, so uh, I think the first thing to go on you uh, when you start hitting the age is your legs. And I don't think, uh, to go along with the guy that was talking about sports, I don't think it's your actual age. I think it's time between spurts of when you actually do something. Explain that a little bit. I was 19 playing ball all the time. I started playing softball again. I'm 30 now. It doesn't work. No, you know what? And you're right. And I like the idea that it is legs. And eventually it creeps up to back, Mm -hmm. and that's where it all begins to go. Like, I blew out this calf, my left calf, now my right knee hurts. 
And I even noticed the other day lifting weights. Not, I mean, I've had it before, but a little twinge in the back. I have the ultimate old feeling. Hmm. I, I actually, this happened to me this week. All right. Tell I, it after the break. It's a hideout, it's Road a Radio one. 104.1. Very appropriate song. L. Ross is an ass. What do you do? It's a hideout, Road Radio one hundred four point one. Uh Did you see it? Yeah. One sure sign you're getting old is when you start to agree with George Bush about stem cell research. Agreed. No, it's when you're old and you're selfish and you want to live forever. That's when, uh... Actually, if you want to get into some stats, uh, I have uh, an overpopulation uh, stat for you. Okay. Do you want it right now or do you want to wait? No, just give it to me real quick. And All right. Uh, actually, the uh, we are on the decline as far as population goes. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the highest point was in the 70s. We've been declining ever since. And, it, and the only reason it looks like there's more people is because more people are moving into it's the urban sprawl. That's not at all true. <laughs> it's uh, absolutely true. Where'd you get it from? Um, overpopulation.com. Okay, well, that's not what I saw in other uh, various places and how the population is growing. So we'll see. Um, but let's get back into when you feel old. All right. Uh, here's my thing. This happened a few days ago. I'm sitting in front of my computer watching a naughty video. You do that on your computer now? Yeah. I, 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 line, up, I, I line up a smorgasbord of 10-second clips. I still haven't stooped to that level yet. Stoop. It's new porn every time. Yeah, there's something about being in front of a computer that really isn't, I don't know, it just seems dirty. No, it's perfect. So I'm doing you have, my... You have more control of everything as well. I'm Yeah, and I'm very happy with what's going on. I, I like the video. Everything going on. And I just lost all, uh, all ability. ability to continue. You think that has to do with getting old, or could it go back to what um, uh, Dr. Ken was saying about maybe some heart problems? No, it's definitely getting old, which maybe heart problems at the same time. Oh, boy. Yeah, so that's my hell. Um, what are some more of those that Chunks gave you about getting old? Uh... You'd rather go home, uh, go to work than stay home sick. I, I mean, I guess that's uh, whatever you do for a living. Cause there's a lot of older people who aren't like that. Um, oh, you call people at 9 p.m. and ask, "Did I wake you?" That's not so much us because of the, the time. schedules we keep. But if we were working, you know, normal, uh, normal days. Let's say we were middays or afternoons. Mm-hmm. Then I probably would be asleep by nine thirty or ten. Yeah, we. I would. Call, I would uh, not call you after that. But I would probably be getting up at six because I'm a morning guy. I feel a lot better now that I set my alarm for eight forty-five in the morning too. You know, you're getting old when you know the word what what, what the word equity means. Yeah, I don't know that one yet. <laughs> not quite sure what it means. You know you're getting old when you're proud of your new lawnmower? I was thinking about that. Like, how much I love not having a lawn and having to deal with a lawn. Really? I hated that, man. I, there's nothing worse than having to mow the lawn. Mowing the lawn, yeah, but, you know, having, like, all that different stuff you can do with plants and uh, different shrubbery. Not interested. Lori in the 407. Hey, guys. You know you're old when the guys who were on posters on your wall that you thought were, like, the bad boys are now on a reality show looking for a lead singer, and <laughs> you're like, oh, my God. What happened to Tommy Lee? What, what, what the hell's going on? You're right. That's a good one. 
but they're still trying to hold on. Or when you know you can't get on the real world. Oh, you know what, dude? Oh, that killed me. I have this photo, and I don't. I guess it was in a couple of maxims ago, of Paula Abdul in a bikini, and it's hideous. She has great fake boobs, but she has old lady midsection, where it seems like she's had some work, but the skin is still loose. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, why would you do that to yourself? I know she's nuts, I guess, because I don't watch American Idol, but people say she's crazy on it. But you know what I mean? It's like, what are you doing? And I remember back in the day when Paula Abdul was hot, but again, you you take a look back, and she was down, dancing around with a, a cat, cartoon cat in like 87, 88. And it's not happening for her anymore. I ran one of that video. Why are you just bragging now? You don't have to tell me everything. Some I'm just telling you, you. Some things you can keep quiet. I'm an open book, you know No, that. I'd rather not. Maybe we tear that chapter out and burn it. <laughs> I would like to, but it, it haunts me. It really does. That's not why I go around flaunting around. I take Put, my cat Sadie Blue and sing it with me. Putting it on the cover. Yeah. Because you know. All right. It's just a natural fact. Um, now, I do this one all the time. You can't remember the last time you laid on the floor to watch television. I prefer to watch, the, to watch TV while laying on the floor. I used to. I just hate getting up afterwards. I hate when I'm laying there. I'm like, oh, God, this, you know, is, a, this I, is a struggle. Let me tell you this, kind of related. You know you're kind of getting old when you can't stay in one position for too long. You understand what I'm saying? Like when oh, you're, when just, you're, you're tossing and turning in everything you do. Well, sometimes it's like if you're laying and you're kind of laying on and you got your uh, elbow and you're gonna, it, your hands propping you go, up. You go all tin man and it's like stuck. You got to move around. You get up and it's literally, you know, like it's rusted out steel. Mm-hmm. And somehow, you know, your your body's not um, wanting to cooperate. I think that's the uh, the gist of it. The body just doesn't want to cooperate when you get older, and when you find that out, you are old. All right, you get old when you're... I can't say that. <laughs> I almost said a curse word, Chunks. Why are you typing me that? that? <laughs> I thought it was shirts, but it's not. Ah, uh, doctor? It's not quite. Mm. I should have read on in the toilet <laughs> to clean yourself. What an ass. You don't send me curse words to try to read on the air, stupid. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Alright, here's what's kind of funny. She brought up the bad boys mm-hmm. of rock. You know what I mean? And now they're on, you know, reality shows trying to find their next lead singer. Wearing obvious hair plugs. One of those bad boys of rock is now doing, a, I guess, a radio show. Really? Yeah. It's Out- not, uh, it's not, uh, the House of Hair? No, it's not Dee Snyder. It's Alice Cooper. Ugh. And I guess he had this bit, or he was talking about it, where um, he talks about the smelliest, like, rock stars. From his own experience? Yeah, and, like, the people who used to really stink the high heaven. Ugh. He goes, take a guy like Jim Morrison. Wrote mm-hmm. great songs. Girls loved him, but you could smell that guy coming from a block away. And it seems I'm to make sure sense. he. I'm sure he wasn't smelling the prettiest either. Well, he said, um, if someone had lit a, ratch, a match around Morrison, Jimi Hendrix, or myself, we all would have gone up in flames. Yeah, all those guys you can see stinking a little bit. Hendrix, you know that that whole. Uh, I, I'm sure that headband he wore just reeked. Oh, 
Could you imagine? Hendrix? A- he, didn't he put, used to put acid in it and let it That's why I, I think that was one of those, uh, those, who, who would actually waste the acid on putting it on your head? Put it on your tongue. Be a man. No, I think that's a cooler way to do it. No. I've never done it before, but I'm, I'm sure it's cool. You found what? The smelliest, uh, the stars, period? Uh, yeah. NCBuy.com uh, put out the top ten smelly celebs. Now, how do they get this information? I'm not sure. Or is it this was based a, on guessing? Uh, it, it, it can't be based on guessing because a lot of them on here, you wouldn't really think would smell. They, and this is body odor. Uh, so it's just purely body odor. Yeah, they, like uh, armpits and that kind of stuff. All right, who's on? Who's uh, who's number ten? Number ten, Bob Dylan, which you can understand. Bob Dylan, yeah. Number nine. Number nine, Metallica, the whole group. Lars. See, I can imagine Lars smelling like some foo foo cologne. And what is what's with Lars in the short, short, tight uh, things he wears? He used to play tennis. He was almost a tennis pro. Mo. Hey Mo. I, bet, I, know how to quit you. I bet Hatfield stinks. Yeah. And any of the bases. Imagine after they all cut off their hair. Just taking all that hair and just right in your face. I bet Dave Mustaine stinks too. Oh, God. He's Ug- too high to take showers. Ugly redhead. No. Oh, this really just all funked up. Number eight on the list was Cameron Diaz. Oh, you know, I could. Listen, I look at her face, her pimple ridden face. And I can tell she has hygiene issues. Well, I, you look at her and you see how skinny she is. You know, food doesn't stay in her long. I bet she smells like garlic. Not that sure area? why. No, not even that area. Just overall. Like if she were to wave her hands, you'd smell garlic. I don't know why. Maybe Justin Timberlake's in town could call us and confirm that. Number seven on the list, Christina Aguilera. Mm. I don't know about that one. Not with his new boob pics of hers. Yeah. I mean, she still might stink. Nah. No. I don't think so. Number six, Robin Williams. Yes. Definitely. Because he's uber hairy. And now, he's sweating all the time. He's hairy and he's sweat. He's like me, but I don't stink, do I? I stink if I'm sweating. Yeah, well, whenever you leave your workout clothes around, you realize that, yeah, this guy would really stink if he didn't wash. Uh, number five, Courtney Cox. Uh, number four, David Bowie. Number three, Hayden Christensen. No, just Star Wars stunk because of him. <laughs> That's it. That's what stinks. Maybe we're just going. Maybe we're just going on all these people's body as a work. <laughs> Not their bodies overall. Just I their was an idiot. yeah. Their career choices. I was an idiot. <laughs> number two, yes. I, was an idiot. I wish Hooch was uh, an honorable mention. Oh, she's on there. Uh, honorable stention. Uh, number two, Russell Crowe. Hey, that was a pun. Yes. I was an idiot. Number one, Brad Pitt. Here's the thing with those last two dudes. Russell Crowe, I could see. They're so famous. They're so, like, everybody kind of, you know, will do anything for them. They're baby. They're big-time stars. Mm-hmm. They can get away with it. You know who couldn't get away with it? Who? David Spade. He's on the cusp. You know David Spade can't be a stinky dude, otherwise he'd never get any ass. Who was left off the list? 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Back in the Hideout, kicking off Hour 3. It's Thursday night. 
1041 star one zero four one on your singular wireless phone. That's how you get on the air. We have a couple web boards going to uh, hideoutheretics.net and brand new fullblownaids.com on their right area. on there right now. Thank you to fullblownaids.com for adding the hideout to their forums discussion. You know, man, now I think about it, Alice Cooper coming out with this list mm-hmm. about, like, stinky uh, rock stars or whatever. I don't understand why it was such an inappropriate question for me to ask that porn star bitch whether or not Gene Stim- Simmons stunk. Because I always thought that Gene Simmons would stink. And so it, I asked her. He just her, seems like it. And she got all pissy about it. It's not a Jewish thing, is it, with you? He's Jewish? Yeah. Didn't realize. I had no idea. Although I am uh, have questions about Ariel Sharon. So, uh, other than that, who is off the list? I gotta tell you, uh, Kurt Cobain, I'm sure he stank. Yeah. Courtney Love, I'm just sure it was one big foul bathroom that they shared. How about this, Luther Vandross? Isn't he... He's dead. Yeah. Damn right. Well, then you win! You obviously win! I'm not gonna be able to top... Luther Vandross, who's dead? Double H in the 407. What's going on, guys? Hey, What's man. up? Hey, I just want you guys to know that uh, we ran into uh, Ron Jeremy over in a gentleman's club over in Tampa, mm-hmm. and uh, they are correct. He smells like the generic version of Old Spice. <laughs> yeah, uh, I actually talked to a porn star before, Chloe, uh, and she said, yeah, he, he has a scent to him. He smells pretty bad. All right, Useless Leg says, true story, started on uh, VH1, and Motley Crue, Though everybody would have a contest to see who could go the longest without showering or washing their uh, nether regions mm-hmm. and still get laid by groupies and such. Oh. 52, near, either 42 or 52 days they clocked in at. I got another smelly guy for you. Who's that? John Candy. That fat just deteriorating has to stink. How am I going to top? I'm. Okay, now I'm sure he stinks. Mm-hmm. Reeks. I'm sure you can't even be around him. Matt in the 407. Yes. I got a smell I got for you. Yeah, who? Venicio Del Toro. Just looks like he reeks of stench. You know who else does that? Alex Venezia. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's chunks for those of you who don't know. So it's certain to type something. You know who else? Chris Farley. Probably reeks. He's rotten now. Literally, you could see him on Rotten.com. I'll tell you someone who's living who probably reeks. Flavor Flav. I look at Flavor Flav and how much he sweats and running around. I can't imagine that Flavor Flav, as big a fan as I am of Public Enemy, I can't imagine that he smells pretty. No, no. And if you watch that show, you would see those those chicks around him kind of make a face at him anytime you put the arm around. EJ from the U. I got three. I got two that I had and one I thought of. The one I thought of was Matthew McConaughey. Nah, he he looks like he smells like roses. I don't know. What are you gay? The bongos naked. Mo. Whatever. I, I absolutely think Dubs. Uh, you thinking that he smells like roses is uh, you have your own issue. Who huh? are the others? Uh, Yakov Smirnoff <laughs> and Dirk Nowitzki. Yeah, Dirk does look like he stinks. I bet he smells pretty. See now you're going the hole. Gateway. I'd actually, um. Hey, Mo. <laughs> I'd love to have his workout clothes. Yeah? I'd lay him out on my bed and just roll around in them. You know who's he wouldn't want? Hmm. Lane Staley? 
He's dead. Yeah. Sure they reek. He was buried in him. He's deceased. He's going to stink. Zach in the 407. What's up, Zach? Hey, Don Vito stinks. All right, Don Vito, I'm sure. Without he, a question. He falls in with Ron Jeremy, um, Gene Simmons, just those guys. Mr. Head. Two words, Bobcat Goldthwait. <laughs> yeah, Bobcat. All right, if we're talking comedic geniuses, then uh, you uh, you win a prize. But otherwise... How about Sea Lane? Just because he looks like a big dead corpse. Yes. Our intern? Yeah. His skin doesn't look good. He looks like he's been dead for a few years. All right, EJ from the U says, how about Sam Kinison? Yeah, I'm sure he reeks, but not as bad as Jim Varney. Why? Why pick on Gomer? Pile. Pinchy. What's up, Pinchy? Hey, hideout. Hey, buddy. Hey, um, how about Ashley Simpson, man? That dude looks like she, uh, she stinks. <laughs> Ashley Simpson, the dude. Although somebody was telling... I guess, no, I was listening to Ronald Fez. Mm-hmm. And I guess she had a nose job? Yeah. Do you have those photos? Yeah, I can find them. Well, let me throw one out there for you. I don't know what's, what's, if you have anything written down for this guy. Kid Rock. Oh, Kid Rock. Uh, actually, I I was uh, at one of those meet and greets. He did uh, smell just like B.O. It was 100% B.O. He just woke up, too. You notice how like, rock stars, they can get away with it. Though. Yeah. That's, that's my dream, to be able to be so dirty and so funky. But people just don't care. They, they'll do you anyway. That a, yeah, a chick will still not even just do you, but do, like, dirty acts. Yeah, like anything you want, basically. Sean in the 352. How about uh, another Simmons, uh, Richard Simmons? <laughs> you know. Uh, he stinks uh, like. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's his cologne. All right, useless, useless legs on fire. He goes, you think China from uh, wrestling, WWE, yeah. that she has an odor? Underneath her area. I think it's even beyond that, too. Like, I bet she just has a general, like, when people walk by you, you know, sometimes you can just smell them. Mm-hmm. And that funk lingers. There's a heretic or two. Oh, yeah, definitely. There's a couple of them. and uh, But not never as bad as Kirby Puckett. Kirby Puckett, I think, kind of takes the cake on he's that one. He's fresh. I don't know if no, he's thinking yet. I, fresh is the worst time. Now, don't they do something to you whenever you die to keep you from smelling? Yeah, up until you get buried. It doesn't last forever. I didn't realize They aren't that. putting Glade plugins in your stomach. Yeah, but he's up in Minnesota. It's cold. Lester Big Hands. Hey, what's up, brother? I think Keanu Reeves thank the hell. All right, why Keanu? I bet Keanu, he, pop- he looks like he could have that hippie smell to him. I bet he smells like cool water. Like his feet stink. All right, maybe that. Hey, CJ in the 407. Uh, what about, uh, Elvis? Elvis, yeah, definitely reeks right now. <laughs> you can't even be around him. Of peanut butter and banana sandwiches? Was it fried peanut butter and banana sandwiches? No, just peanut butter and banana. Alright, Ashley Simpson isn't that hot. I look at her on the cover of this Marie Claire. She looks... You don't like her, uh, her new nose and chin? No. Oh, it looks very cute. I'm not interested in her. Psychotic Psycho in the 321. Hey, how about Meatloaf? Meatloaf, yeah. All right, that's a fantastic call with Meatloaf. Yeah. He'd be blessed to smell like Meatloaf. You know who Ashley Simpson looks like now? Brittany Murphy. That last photo you sent to me, Tommy? Yeah. That looks like Brittany Murphy. 
How do you even get away with that, changing that much? I thought Brittany Murphy was hot, though. I don't think she saw it. I do. Oh, let me... F uh, I'm just going to be finding pictures on that. I found some new pictures of her. She looks amazing. That should be your job, finding me pictures of hot chicks, preferably nude. How about this guy, Jackie Chan? I hate he's him. He's not dead. No, but he's Asian. What, is, <laughs> what the hell does that mean? That has nothing to do with anything. I don't know. I, they, they have don't a, go they, they. That's funny racist. Uh, hollow bones and easy flammable. What's wrong Ho with bones you? Bones like sparrows they have. False allegations, all of these. How dare you? And I'll say this. Out of any like racial group, I think Asians probably smell the least. Huh? They don't have a smell. What? No, that's not true. Have yes. you ever lived next to no. a, yes. an Asian household? I'm not Ooh. saying the food, but as the people. They all smell like the food. It sweats out of them. No, they don't. It's... How am I even having this conversation? <laughs> How did you rope me into this? I don't know. With your big racist though. lasso. Time had... before 07. I had friends that were Asian growing up. He, one of them was my best friend. They they do have a different smell to no, them. No, they don't. They do. I, I'm not trying to be I'll shocking. tell you a story in a second. Go ahead. Todd on the 407. What's up, Todd? Hey, what's up? I hate to say this about my boy, but Rob Zombie. Oh, yeah, I'm sure he reeks. He doesn't care about yeah. bathing. Uh, and he's always wearing something really heavy and real uh, sweaty on stage. Right, look what you've done. What? Uh, EJ from the U, big pun. I bet he smells. <laughs> Big hands. I bet Biggie smells. How about Lucy Lou? Stop. Listen, I played basketball uh, for a long time at the University of Michigan. Now, mm -hmm. I wasn't on a team, but I played on the North Campus Housing Gym, and it was all Asian people. And I specifically noticed, yes, I did. <laughs> they had no idea. They're all trying to figure out the angles of getting it off the backboard. I'm See, like, you're a lot of stereotype with math. No, I'm telling you, that's their, what uh, they did. The Texas Instruments out there? TI-82s? Mm-hmm. But I noticed that they didn't smell like it stuck out to me. Well, I don't know. You just hang, right, like, hang out with Kanye Chung sometime. <laughs> alleged. All these are alleged. <laughs> yeah, but... <laughs> Brittany Murphy, I don't know. That's a good picture, but I think you just happened to find one picture, Tommy. Tony in the 386. Hey, Tony. Go ahead, Tony. Oh, what's up? What you got? Christopher Walken. Christopher Walken. Here's the thing. I don't care, though. He's so talented, it doesn't really bother me. Yeah, he's uncomfortably funny. He's he's better than uncomfortably funny. Yeah, but, but he, he plays it perfectly. It's not like he's trying to be un he's trying to be uncomfortably funny. It's not like it's... I remember when you stunk, Dubs. Yeah. Well, I didn't have a shower then. Is that what the story... We never really got the full story, because there was a time when we were in Michigan, and our buddy Shafee did the skank shift, and we were all together in Michigan, and dubs would reek, mm -hmm. and no one ever wanted to bring it up to him. But I knew it the whole time. I just didn't have any place to shower. I was basically homeless at that point. I'd be crashing at friends' houses. But they didn't have showers? Um, Well, like, uh, when I'd crash at my uh, chick's place, she had uh, a thing about it, like, hey, uh... I don't want to make my uh, my uh, roommates feel uncomfortable like you're living here, you know, rent-free, so don't shower here. So she, whoa, 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 wait a second. All right, we've been together for a long time, Dubs and I as hosts. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that's what it was. Yeah. So she would rather be around you when you stank like the worst, yeah. uh, worst of the worst. She would rather have been around you in your funk 
that have make the the roommates uncomfortable because that's you love, shower. Isn't it? That's not love. That's stupid. <laughs> I can't believe. Like I would even like the roommates probably would have I like you probably offended them because you stunk so bad. Dubs was that guy. Nah, no matter how bad it was, it wasn't as bad as Tia Carrera. She's not dead. She's not Asian. Uh, <laughs> come on. Get over it. Brian in the 321. Brian. What's up, bro? K-Fed. K-Fed. No, here's what, here's, what, here's what he probably smells like. He smells like Walmart cologne. He's doused in it. Mm-hmm. I, I was just about to say her. Who? Nicole Richie. Is that Nicole Richie you sent me that picture of? Wow, she is skinny. Yeah, she is. She's just a skeleton now. Are you online? You're in some messenger Yeah. Clubs? I'm going to send you this uh, link Tommy sent me. That's unreal, dude. When did she turn into Erica Badu? That's who she oh, looks yeah. like Oh, yeah. I saw that picture. That's... Too bad you don't have the full picture of it because the bottom half's even worse. Come on, Tommy. Why are you sending me half a photo? <laughs> I know it's clear channel, but still, we can afford a whole photo. Bipol- Bipolar Steve in the 978. What's up, Bipolar? I actually have... Hey, what's up, guys? I actually have two. Andre the Giant and Mr. Sacco, whatever his name was. Oh, uh, dead. No. Uh, Andre is, but... Uh, yeah. But uh, he's, uh, he was thinking of uh, Mick Foley, too. And Mick Foley, yeah, would stink. And uh, definitely Andre. Andre, still, he hasn't even uh, begun to decompose, that big guy. Oh, my God. Um, somebody please feed that poor, homeless Ethiopian. Oh, wait a second. No, it's Nicole Richie. Look at her. Yeah, she is just, uh, uh, skin and bones. Let me tell you something. Overly skinny girls aren't hot. There's nothing hot about them. But it's... for some reason, that's how, how they all think they need to be. EJ from the U, Owen Hart, I'm sure, <laughs> at this point, probably yeah. smells. Owen, stinking a little bit. But look at her, man. That's that looks like a boy with uh, with underwear on. Yeah, she doesn't have boobs anymore. No, nothing's going on there at all. Let's go to uh, girls. Why do you do that to yourself? Is it our fault? Yes. Did we do that? JC in the three fifty two. I was an idiot. Hey, got two things for you here. First of all, anybody who wears that stinky patchouli oil, I hate that hippie oil. Yeah. And then, uh, granddaddy of all stinky rockers. Is Keith Richards, Rolling Stones. Yeah, I hear uh, Keith Richards is a uh, scummy bastard. How about the Von Erich family? Yes. Uh, so I bet Carrie Von Erich's foot doesn't smell. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little close to home being from Texas. Mm-hmm. The Texas tornado. All right, Bacon says, old dirty bastard. I'm sure when he was alive, yeah, and even now, I th- I, I'm, sh- I'm sure actually it's gotten better. I'm not going to lie, there's possible, there's a chance. I look at the photos of him, and I'm like, oh, man. Cruising, this is a scratch and sniff. Cruising Kurt in the 407. Yeah, I think I got the topper of them all. Whitney and Bobby Brown have uh, got to be not only, you know, every other kind of smell, but you know things that they probably made up. All right, here's the thing, too. And I think about it. And I don't want to get too graphic because it's 9.15 at night and children are asleep, so I don't know why we can't talk about it. But Brittany and Bobby, um, like when they're having sex together, 
You know, sometimes there's the smell of sex. You don't really know what it is, but there's a smell of sex. I can't imagine those two together is worth anything. Is no. any good. Come on, K-Mike. What'd K-Mike say? Oddly enough, dead Asians don't smell any worse because of all the MSG preserves in them. Really? I did not know. That's a fact, huh? Less filling, too. It's not a fact. Tastes great. All the MSG preserves them. How about Yao Ming? No? He's alive. Asian. How many times am I going to fall for it? I don't know. One of those big ones, too. So, <laughs> What does that mean? One of those big ones. <laughs> As a black man, you should be uh, one of those more sensitive Asians. to that. <laughs> Justin in the 386. The one that would go for a lot? <laughs> Justin, go. Hey, man. What's going on, guys? Hey, buddy. Dude, I'll bet you, after 60 years of cigar smoking and just rank sweat on his forehead in every movie... Gene Hackman smells like open ass. I guarantee. <laughs> Did you get it? Yeah. Oh, you have to dump that. Yeah. Yeah, it was funny though. He, good, he said Gene Hackman, and what he said he smelled like is what made it classic. <laughs> Write that one down in the book, Tommy. I already am. I already am. Uh, you know who I didn't think about? Who? I guarantee. When he's down in the Dominican. Rush Limbaugh. Ah, yeah, Rush. Rush is ripe. That's what it should be called. Can you imagine him and that horse face chick on CNN doing it? Are they together? They used to be. Ugh. Darren Kagan, who is looking more and more, not even like a horse, but like a basset hound. Like a dog. Like, I see her on TV, and I want to take her for a walk. I just unplug my TV and take it around my neighborhood and leave it by a tree so it can go. It's the Hideout, Road Radio 104.1. Hour 3, Thursday Night Hideout, Road Radio 104.1. Yeah, we're talking about stinky celebrities. And uh, thank you to Dugout Doug on FullBlownAids.com for posting some more uh, pics of uh, Nicole Richie. FullBlownAids.com. And uh, stinky celebrities, she came up on the list. How about Rock Hudson? Why don't you just say Ryan White? Chuck Jock. Why don't you just take it there because they're I'm dead. I'm tying in uh, the uh, website. I understand. It's a fantastic website, fullblownaids.com, but there's no reason to start just rattling off people who died from it. I understand. What You know, get in where you can fit in. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to uh, put it up in a nice little package. I think uh, Rock did that with the Cabana okay. Boys. Seriously. Mm-hmm. There's not a need. <laughs> it's just, it's absent. Do the Chunks Fat Man Diary in a second. First, more phone calls. Matthias in the 352. What you got, Matthias? Hey, he's got his radio turned up. Bye. Tim in the 352. Yo, hey, what's going on? Hey, buddy. Hey, while I was on hold, I thought of another one, but my first one is Biz Marquee, definitely. Biz, yeah, Biz, uh, I would say, stinks. Big time. And then also, any member of Guar. Uh, and I would uh, know that, yeah, Dave Brocky, lead singer. Yeah, How do you even know that? What? Odorous Urungus? Oh. <laughs> Why does that make me think of our awful ex-intern again? Because she screwed up on an interview with them. And just another way she let us down. Soft. Soft, you there? I agree with hey, that. Hey, what's up, y'all? It's our hideout documentary oh. filmmaker. You in L.A. yet? I'm in Texas. I fly out tomorrow afternoon to L.A. And what's your website that uh, people can see your zombie movie at? 
Automatontransfusion.com. Uh, it's up on hideoutheretics.net. Okay, outstanding. What do you got, buddy? I've got the old Star Jones, the fat one, because she's dead. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay. And I, I have uh, Vader, because it's Vader time. Up. Big Van Vader? <laughs> Vader bomb. What time is it? Vader time. It's time. It's time, time. <laughs> I watch too much wrestling. Yeah. Sad life. Oh, yeah. Look who's talking. <laughs> you know how many IMs I get? I bet Matt Albert smells. I bet Matt Albert smells. <laughs> True. Not as bad as Belcher. Sarah in the 386. Hey, Andrew WK. Oh. I, I got a couple of those, just because of the greasy hair. Yeah, and from Michigan. Right, let me see it. Really? Yeah. Wow, be proud. Um, About Matt and his smell, like he himself doesn't smell, which is kind of shocking for a fat guy. But his room smells like, and this is going to be only for those of us in the room and our D.C. listeners, his room smells like Belcher. <laughs> Belcher was... This guy we had in D.C. who would host our, our Monday night game show. Whose weekend was it? He, Huge guy. He was a clone of Matt Albert. There's, there's, pictures, there's pictures of him on the uh, website. Oh, are there on uh, Real Radio Data Fam? Yeah, click the uh, D.C. pictures. And Matt Albert and Belcher, I don't know how we found two six foot five, 500-pound just balls of flesh. And this poor guy, Belcher, he was a, he was a good dude, you know. He loved the show. He'd come all the way in to host the game show. But he stunk. I, it was really... In- we couldn't... We had to actually bring... And we, we we didn't want to tell it to him. We felt so bad about it. Cause he, was, he was a nice guy. We had to bring fans in the studio and just blame it on it being hot. And that never worked. It just stirred up the stench more. I'd bring it up, but everyone would tell me to hush. And see, it, it felt bad. You know... And we even have it right now with a heretic, you know. And yeah. you just which how one's you, this? Yeah. I am it to me. No, I, I want all of them to wonder if it's them, so they wash well, them. I'm not, <laughs> not going to say anything. I just want to know. We used to feel bad for Hooch. Yeah, and you don't know how to tell your buddy or someone that you know, or maybe even somewhat like, um, that hey, you're funky. You got to do something. Wash your ass. Do something. I tried to tell her for you with, you know, endless jokes, but it didn't work. No, and some people just won't work with. No, because what happened was, I think Chunks was running the board then, and you said something like, you stink, or something like that, or I wrote that joke for you, said something like, they can see the stench coming off of you, like pig pen or something, and then she came back and said, do I really smell? And everyone was like... No, no, he's just and he's here, just being mean. And here's the thing, we you know, we're we're nice people, so she came in crying to us one night and we, About her stinking? About her uh, about us making fun of her stinking and how big she was. And we we told everybody to cut it out. Because we're nice guys. Why? Well, I guess if we were that nice guys, we wouldn't be making fun of her fat ass in the first place. Whatever. I was an idiot. Try to be nice. I was an idiot. We were. No, I'm talking to her. Pig. God, I hated it when you moved me back in here. I was like, I don't want to be back there with her. She smells so bad. John in 352. <laughs> hold on a second. Put her on hold for a second. I, had, I learned how to hold my breath for four hours. <laughs> David Blaine what? Remember when Putin, who was interning with her at the same time, would just get livid? And like, that's partly why he was angry so much, because of the smell. I, I remember he worked at an Asian cafe. <laughs> that never phases him. 
What chunks? I, I remember when he first discovered it. You know, you, you don't know where the source is coming from. And he goes, he goes, and he goes, dude, do you feel? I was like, no, it's her. He goes, it's, really? And that happened when she when she came in here to sit down, and she sat next to me. I'm like, I start smelling my own feet. Yeah. I start smelling Hefe's feet, and I turn my head and scowl at her. I'm like, what the hell is wrong with you? You smell like a soul. Let me ask. It's true though. Uh, how do you tell someone though that they stink that bad? Well, we had a guy uh, that worked nights over at the rock station we worked at. Andy, he uh, he would reek. He would smell so bad, and the PD actually had to say, "Hey, we're gonna have to ask you to wear deodorant from now on. Uh, the, the studio is stinking for hours after you leave." What is look when when you get to that point though? Like, wh- what is it? You don't smell it. Like, oh, you do. Do you go around and maybe you should apologize? But like, hey, I know I've got some hygiene issues. <laughs> yeah, I'm comfortable at this. Um, all right, they're right under the hideout um, in DC photos. D- apropos, oh sweet Jesus, I forgot how big Belcher was. Um, there is him. And he's shirtless, even. And he is so Matt Albert. And Matt, that is what your room smells like, dude. And I don't know how you don't know that. Oh. It smells like a fold. You know those <laughs> you know those clothes I wore for the basketball game? Mm-hmm. I left them unwashed for a couple of days. and No, it's always smell. Oh, my God. Oh, I forgot about this in D.C. Where we made Tommy stick his face underneath one of Belcher's boobs. That photo's up there on RollRadio.fm. He can put a Sharpie under his boob and hold it there. That was for a helmet of pain punishment, right? For fantasy football? Yes. Didn't he put various objects in his boobs? Didn't we have a bet or give out a prize to someone who... Uh, how much he could fit in there? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's awful. All right, 407 Ah, glory days. <laughs> Let's go to Aaron in the 407. What's up? Hey, what's up? Hey, buddy. Hey, I just had a question. <laughs> no, no offense to anyone, but do you think that fat people tend to smell because they get lazy or it's because they don't, maybe they're not able to wash all of themselves Let me tell or you, they sweat or what? I got an answer for you, all right? Let me tell you what the answer is. Um, it, it, Just like when Dr. Ken, Dr. Cronhaus was talking about my belly button. Mm-hmm. Any sort of an any service. Think about chicks. Think about your own ass. You know what I mean? Like the more crevices. Yes. And so let's say for the average dude, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, you probably just honestly you have your you know your behind and your belly button and your belly button and it depends on how big you are. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then girls, they got you know. The two spots. They got a couple of spots. But when you're a fat person, like an overly fat person... What are you looking at me for? I wonder. I wonder. It's hard not to. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> I mean, Christ. Always, always in the peripheral. But they then have those extra orifices where anything dirt, can go. bacteria, crumbs... Mold. Mold. <laughs> Beast. All of that stuff can build up and can fester in there, therefore leading to that stench. You're a big fat petri dish. And and you know, and also with that too, 
it becomes harder to clean yourself. I'm an animal. Listen, I'm not going to lie to you. I hate I hate bathing. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. It's just because it's something I have to do. So it piss, even though it takes me, it pisses me off. But it literally takes me, I don't know, five ten minutes tops. No, like three. Oh really? And that's with brushing my teeth too. But if I were as big as Matt. And I had to lift as many things as I would have to lift to get to It's clean. a workout. Oh. You're sweating by the time you get out. And here's oh. what's funny. I always wondered, damn, that son of a bitch is in the bathroom a long time. What is he doing? Cleaning his folds. Exactly. And singing. And then you got to go so far as to a chick and what a fat chick has to go With through. With some new sugar cult in there. Or not <laughs> go through if you're hooch. You, well, or any of them. And then you got to think, too, when you're at that point, like, for me, it is a chore even to bend down and wash my feet. That's but th- what gravity is for, my But friend. see, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> then, you got, then you got big fat people like Matt and Hooch who are like, ah, whatever. The runoff will get it. The runoff will clean it. The runoff from our folds. You understand what I'm saying? I got, going back to Hooch, I'm sorry, it's just we've never been the candidate. Remember when they, remember when she dressed me up? Like a, yeah. a chicken was putting makeup on me, and she kept telling you guys, he's flipping out, he won't let me put the eyeshadow on. And you guys came into the bathroom, you're like, dude, what is yeah, the big deal? You just putting on eyeshadow. I said, guys, you don't understand. Her hand smells like straight ass. I can't breathe. Well, and you said on the air, it was, uh, she's hurting you. Yeah, you know? I was <laughs> like, oh, she's poking my eye with the yeah. yeah. But but you were lying because you didn't want to hurt her feelings and say, hey, you, your hand smells like a huge onion. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Smells like dead meat. <laughs> Bunny in the 407. Hey, Bunny. Hi, how are you guys? Hey, sweetie. I was calling to tell you that Heretic Mike does hand me, like, random things and ask me if I can hold them under my butt. Okay. All the time, like fold. lighters, keys, Sharpies. I, I could imagine, because you got a great at... Yeah. I, where'd she go? That's going to be a Heretic test. Heretic test. Next time she comes in, I like that. We're gonna see what exactly she can hold with that sweet onion of hers. <laughs> Don't talk about onions right now after hooch conversation. Ah, it's different with Bonnie. It, it doesn't ma- it doesn't appetize me at all. I, I don't care who it is. Want to come back with the Chunks Fat Man Diary? Sure. Speaking of reeking, those of you checking us out for the first time at FullBlownAids.com, don't hold the uh, Chunks Fat Man Diary against us. It's a hideout, real radio, one hundred four point one. <laughs> Flying by this Thursday night, Dubs. Old school bumper music. Thursday night. Um, RealRadio.fm. HideoutHeretics.net. Adding to the Hideout family. FullBlownAids.com. Doug's my new best friend. He might not see it that way, though. No? I don't know. There, um, there's one guy I'd like to... Thank, but I just can't even begin to say his name on the air. You can say his first name. I'll just say SD. Okay. <laughs> and I don't even know really if that works. <laughs> and also, too, uh, of course, Pinchy from the 4-4 and all those boys on fullblownaise.com. Um, you know we never announced? Oh, yeah, tomorrow we have a big thing going on. Let's save that for after the Chunks Fat Man Diary. All right, here we go. Now, as a public service, The Hideout presents a roadmap to dysfunction with Chunks and the Fat Man Diaries. Uh, for those new listeners, the Chunks Fat Man Diary, this uh, Chunks, our executive producer, 
goes back into his um, diary that he kept before we came down from D.C. to uh, Central Florida. And these are actual entries that he would write. And I... They're usually long. Usually. How long is this one? It's not long at all. It's about Good. half the length of the other one. And I cut out all, as you call it, the crap that uh, I wrote when I was younger. All right, perfect. Let's take a break then. With <laughs> uh, <laughs> all the crap's gone, we can, I guess we're ready. You guys don't even give me a chance. Go for My it. stories are never crazy wacky enough for you. I always disappoint. Wasting time. This one's dated August 31st, 1999. I haven't written a journal entry in a while. It's just been such a crazy week. Almost as if someone was living my life for me. It all started when I was moving into my dorm room at Mason. I was pretty excited as I got a, a phone call from my longtime childhood love, Jody Potter. She was coming to visit me in a couple weeks. I remember being younger with a faint song playing in the background. Watching Steven Spielberg movies, and Jody would come in through my window, and we would have a great time talking. I miss those days. As soon as I hung up the phone with Jody, my next-door neighbor, Kroger, burst through the door. Hey, you buddy, he said. Can I borrow you explore? I'm going with Stuman to Costco. You can't just burst through my door like that. You know people knock these days, I said. No, but I have big news. I'm writing a thesis paper. And I came up with a new invention. What if there were a cologne that smelled like suntan lotion? What the hell is this? <laughs> okay, people are telling me, hold on a second. Well, hold on, hold on. Sun, you know, like you just got back from the beach? That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Why don't you just go? Why don't you just go hit golf balls into the ocean or something? What do you mean? Let me finish. This is a story of my life. This is something that happened like the first week of Mason. I just all I did was I had a crazy neighbor right, in my finish dorm. Finish your stupid story, ass. They were quite an odd crew, and we were working on an assignment for our music design class. Now, the assignment was did, about. Did, was the guy serving you? Was his name Gunther? No. That's just silly. But close, actually, there's some lunatic. Okay. Surprisingly enough, later on. The assignment uh, was worth 40% of our grade, and it was quite important. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Joseph said. How you doing? He came up to what? us. I hate you. We came up with a good song for our assignment. Yeah, BB said. Uh, like, what Phoebe. do you think about this? It's called Stinky Dog. It's Smelly Cat. What? I don't know what you're talking about. This is... It's not Smelly Cat. This is my study group. Here's how the song went. What? Stinky dog, stinky dog. What are you eating? What is going on? Oh, that sir works, boss said. Oh, it so does not, Monique responded. However, Raquel interrupted the debate. Oh, my God. That creepy guy, Gunner... See, you were close. He's staring at me again. I think he's behind the fax machine, trying to stare at my dress. <laughs> we finished the assignment. What is going on here? However, it was my job to go to Kinko's and put the final detail in. We were on a deadline, and I couldn't let it fail. However, on the way home, I stopped by the local watering hole, Joe's Tavern. There's a little tension between myself and Joe, the owner, because a while ago... 
I made a drink that involves a secret ingredient, child's cough syrup, and lighting it on fire. I called it the Flaming Alex. <laughs> yeah, I'm Mo. sure he did. Mo. Joe yeah. tried to steal the idea no, from Simpsons. me. What are you talking about? Like, you guys went to Mason. You guys never even once stopped by to see me at Mason, even though I invented Finish, it. homo. Have a what friend named Barney. I call it the Flaming Alex. Joe tried to steal the idea from me and then tried selling the formula, but I told everyone the secret ingredient and dashed his hopes and dreams. Hey, Mo. However, I guess I lost track of time because it was almost midnight and I had to get to Kinko's to finalize my group project before it closed. I grabbed the keys from Kroger, tried to start my Explorer, but it wouldn't start. I popped the hood, and to my surprise, there were groceries all spread out over the engine. There was, there was no way I was going to get to Kinko's. Now I clenched my fist. Let like out, me. Let out a simple... Like I am right now. Stupid. Good one, Jerry. Oh. Is that it? And so that was... Yeah, I failed my project. What date? Huh? 1999. August 31st, 1999. I was a freshman yeah. at George Mason University. The year of uh, Friends Doing Well, Seinfeld, Dawson's Creek, Simpsons. What the hell are you talking about? Where, you... Yeah, that's exactly what I got on all these. What? Uh, this, that's Dawson, Dawson's Creek what with a you... blank. These are stories from my past. It's Simpsons now. Oh, there's a Seinfeld reference. What are you talking about? What? Like, that stuff's happened on TV? Like, people are ripping me off and... No one's ripping you off. What? So I could be making... I'm talking to Soft, the hideout documentary filmmaker. We just had him on the phone. He goes, um, I'm going to make the Fat Man Diaries into an animated series. And I just give him an LOL. And he goes, oh, yeah. And I go, really? And he's like, dude, I don't see what you guys don't see in them. The audience will laugh at how bad this kid has it. Some are so classic. Then about three minutes in, this one isn't classic. <laughs> what the hell? What are you talking? This is. It, it was classic on first run, yeah. When it happened to Pacey, <laughs> Life Track not needed anymore. Why not? I don't know where those came from anyways, man. It's just a weird element. Is it time to end the Fat Man Diaries? Oh, come on, what the hell? I figured you guys wouldn't know, all right? You guys said it was so crappy. So why don't we get some grapes, and you're still not even laughing at those knee slappers. I figured I'd disguise the names enough where you guys wouldn't figure it out. What, what, what was Pacey's name in there? Huh? Jody? No, Pacey wasn't in here. Yeah, he was. Oh, yeah, he was. What was Pacey's name? I'm embarrassed. Jody Potter? <clears throat> no, that's Joey. <laughs> Who wrote that for you? I didn't put Pacey in there. So you didn't even write this? I did write it. You kidding me? All right, we'll take a break. I recalled it from uh, stuff from my past. All right. And I just used different names. What? Just because they happen to sound like sitcoms that couldn't have happened to me? You already admitted it. I w live in a wacky world, you man, just where admitted weird it. stuff happens all the time. Just admit it. You failure. No, that's that's horrible. Admit you failed. I didn't fail. I wrote it, and it was damn funny. Admit you fail or kiss Matt Albert on the mouth. Hey, Mo. Mm -hmm. I failed. failed. Yeah, I failed. failed. I failed big time. <laughs> it's a hideout. Rural Radio 104.1. Old school jam. Thursday night in the hideout. Rural Radio 104.1. And star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Tomorrow night is the open door policy. Mm -hmm. We allow the heretics to come on up into the hideout. And we uh, do the last 
hour of the week, uh, always with the studio audience. Tomorrow should be a lot of fun, J-Dubs. Yes. Uh, we are going to do our version of the World Series of Pop Culture, mm-hmm. which is a show that Matt Albert and Tommy Bateman turned us on to. And they are actually very, very good at it. And if it comes around here, they might want to try to take a crack at it. Yeah, so this is going to be their practice round against a Hideout Varsity, which is Dubs, myself, and our unpaid producer, C-Lane, and the Unmotivateds, which is Tommy Bateman, Matt Albert, and Napier. Now, we thought, you know, having the World Series of Pop Culture, that's fun. It could be, you know, good time. Yeah, it'll be interesting. But we need to put a hideout twist on it. A hideout Why? spin. This is a spin zone. Shame on you. What a bunch of bull. Yeah. So, here's what we're going to do tomorrow. Uh, Napier, take note. I need you to bring up your dog shot collar. Whenever we are up answering questions, mm. and people will answer once at a time. So you'll get a question. Like, Tommy, you'll be on one team, you'll get a question, and then I'll get a question. You will have the dog shot collar on around your neck. Now, if you get it wrong, you get shocked. That's the only way you get shocked. You have 10 seconds to answer the question. Um, if you don't answer it, you don't get shocked, but you don't get the question right either. But you have to think, um, is the is the answer I'm throwing out right now correct? So that is going to play into it. Matt, you cool with that? Sure. Tommy Bateman? Yeah, the only thing I worry about is the taking it off and handing it back and forth to the other person. Why? Just I'm just thinking of a time-wise thing. How many shot callers can we have? Can we have two? Napier, do we have two? He's, he, uh, he's only got one, actually. Well, then we go taser. We go back and forth. If someone has a shot yeah. collar, someone has the taser. Well, well, we'll go test it out in the back, but uh, the, I, I remember it being fairly quick putting on. And you can just hold it to your neck. You don't have to strap it on every time. Actually, you know what? I do like that, because you can hold it to yourself. Yeah, you just hold it right there. Because I'm just thinking that the strapping it on part would be the... Yeah, if you just time wise, if you just grab it, set it right there, and you know what? Sorry, I thought you were talking about something else. Hmm. So, does everyone agree to those terms? Sounds fun to me. I think it's perfect. Now, does this at all change your strategy? The Untouchables. Unmotivated. Oh, sorry. Whatever. Uh, no, we just have to get every question right, like usual. I mean, you have to think before you answer. You only have 10 seconds, but you don't want to throw out the wrong one because you get shocked. I know. If you wait too long, you're out of time. With pop culture, you either know it or you don't know it. You, uh, it's going pop up no, in your head. A lot of times, you'll, you'll, be, you'll think you know it, and then you're like, damn, I'm so stupid. Why did I throw out that answer? I knew the right answer. I'm excited about this tomorrow. So it's going to be the World Series of Shock Culture, and we'll just roll like that. Dubs, what time should we get started? How many questions do we have? I know Chunks is putting together the questions. Manhole's putting together the questions. EJ from the U's put together some. A heretic. Mm-hmm. Manhole's putting questions together. Yeah. How does he know? What color do I like? <laughs> That's not pop culture, Manhole. Uh, you don't know. Correct. Absolutely correct. Yes. Are EJ saying you're not going to do it? 
I'm not going to do what? He but, doesn't think you're going to put it to your neck. Yeah, I'll put it to my neck. Those are the rules. I came up with the idea. What's wrong with that? Jimmy Peaches. Yo, guys, what up? What's, What's up, up, bro? Uh, nothing much chilling. But I got an idea. Mm-hmm. You have to strap on the taser. Not if you press it against your neck. But this is the thing. As soon as you get zapped, you're going to drop it like a pansy. Hey, but here, here, here's the thing with the, uh, with the shot collar we have. We're gonna crank it all the way up to the top notch, and you only. Well, I don't know about oh, that. Right we are, yes, we are. What? And Some bitches, right on, guys. Top notch, and uh, once you hit it, you know it only goes for one quick second anyway, so it doesn't matter if you drop it or not. Are you kidding? Full power. It's only. It's the only way we go, baby. Whoa! I thought we were gonna have it like on setting two or three. What? That's what I. That when I thought of it. This ain't some kind of fruity show you're part of. Like your idea now? <laughs> Wait a second. I'm in the hideout, right? Oh, yeah, but we're manly fruits. All right, people are saying, oh, you're too good to stun, Hefe. What's that about? I've stunned it before. I did the Icy Hot Challenge like 15 months ago. What the hell? <laughs> people are telling me manhole's going to come up with Kevin Smith questions. <laughs> Don't I look like him? He's dreaming. I forgot I'm going to see Clerks 2 tomorrow. This is actually a pretty good uh, movie weekend. Yeah. Clerks 2. I'm gonna, also going to go see Lady in the Water. How about my super ex-girlfriend? I'll wait for t- uh, DVR or something. I've never even heard of that one. Hey, so... Napier's back. Napier? <laughs> <laughs> you can tell by the malfunction. Do you have uh, two dog uh, shot collars? Or just one? I only have the, I only have the one, but I thought of a, an idea. No, shut up. Well, hold on. Let's God. give him a chance. We could take some uh, like speaker wires. You know, it's just the two wires next to each other. I can tie them to each end of the taser with electrical tape, and then have it go to like the bottom of the seat. So okay, you have a hot seat. Yeah, MacGyver, that's not going to work. <laughs> yeah, as I've done it before. When Figures. in the world would you ever do that before? All right, tell you what, you bring it in and test it tomorrow. All right, and we'll see how it goes. Sure thing. Don't you have a cattle prod too? Mm, Tommy has it. Really? What? I don't have it. Chunks, didn't you say Tommy had it? No, I don't know where it is. How would I have a cattle prod? <laughs> well, no, it's just like the big taser kind of look like one. All right, enough. <laughs> I don't know what the hell's going on here. All right, so that's tomorrow. Do we have any uh, sample questions that we can do? Chunks? I don't really want to disclose those. But just throw out one real just quick. Just throw out one or two. So we can get an idea. Uh, I can give you categories. Okay. If you want. Well, no, don't no, give us all the categories. categories. Just give a give us a question. All right, I got them in the office. We're good. Right. We'll do it now. Am I just asking for just to hear myself talk? Why would you give out categories? So we could all go home and study. Mm-hmm. What a moron. All right, let's take a break and come back. 407-916-1041, 888 It's a hideout, Road Radio, 104.1. It's like that. It's like that. This is from back when music was good, J-Dubs. Back in our day. 
Hour four in the hideout, Thursday night, Real Radio 104.1. 407 star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. We're trying to work out the details to uh, the uh, World Series of Shock Culture. Tomorrow night between Hideout Varsity, Hefe <laughs> Dubs, and C-Lane mm-hmm. versus uh, the Unmotivateds, uh, Matt Albert, Tommy Bateman, and Napier. We have uh, Jason, the 407, who wants to uh, help us out. What's up, Jason? Jason? I like the idea so far, but we can spice it up a little bit. Ready? Instead of taking the uh, collar and putting it at the high setting on here, put it at the low setting, but you got to put it on your manhood. All right, look, man. Uh, it's not enough that we're going to shock each other in the jugular for you. I say he's gone to something there, but we leave it on the high setting. Let's be somebody. Let's start with the neck first. I say just strap her right up. Well then, you can strap her. I'll go neck. Why? I'll tell. I'll go out here. Tell you what. I'll go in the hideout here. Out. Well, be somebody. You can. I'll put it on my wrist. No. High on the neck. On your wrist after it touches his junk or beforehand. Tommy says, "Let's just say we're putting it on the high setting." LOL. No, we don't fake our bits like they do across the street. Nope. Ah. We actually do it. What's with the awe? <laughs> what was that? Oh, Christ. All right, here, I got a sample question from EJ. What was Steven Spielberg's directorial debut? Jaws. I put Pirates of the Caribbean. Is I don't it, know. Is it Jaws? Well, you didn't give the answer? No, he just said shock. Like I was going to have to get shocked. Put Tell pirate. him to give the answer. I'm asking for it now. If it's Jaws, we're, we're screwed, dubs. Uh, I don't think it was Jaws. E.T., Close uh, Encounters. Can you just throw stuff out until you get one right, or is it first no. one? Well, once you throw a wrong one out, you get shocked. You only have ten seconds to answer correctly. The Last Gun. Oh. Hmm. Never wow. heard of it. Wow. He wants to play You Can't Win, though. Yeah. That's the problem. Well, Steven Spielberg is a big director. What's the last well, I, gun? Some of his are, are not that. Di- I have a couple more EJs if you want them. All right, give me an EJ question for, All right. for tomorrow. What are the four years that Marty McFly travels to and from in the DeLorean in the uh, Back to the Future trilogy? Neighbor knows it. Go for it. 1985, 1885, um, 1955, and 2015. Wow. You're correct. Yeah, he, as he says them, they all made sense. Yep. Damn, this is why I said yesterday, and I was trying to buy Napier onto Hideout Varsity. I feel Don't happy now. It. I feel happy. I feel relieved this that you is, knew that. This is why I tried it. to do the whole buying for the hot chocolate thing so we could have him... As a mole. Don't worry about it. We got it covered. All right. You want another easy November one? November 5th, cheer. Shut up. <laughs> Super Dana 306. Hey, man. Yeah. You got to be a man. Take one for the team, man. You got to put it on the Johnsons. Don't be a puss on this, man. Come on. Yeah. What do you mean? Like, we haven't done enough for you guys already. More. Well, shut up. You're supposed to be on my side. I am. Right, give us another question. All right. How about inner thigh? Oh, well, here's one. This will make Dubs happy. What's that? What, uh, on the TV show Lost, what is the name of the mysterious lady that captures Saeed? Rousseau. Yep. 
you go. I don't know that one. Did you know that, Tommy? Yep. Damn. Are those? Is that a lost category? What category? Well, don't give us categories. Then I feel like we need to study. Give us another one. Yeah, we need more practice questions. Okay. What were the two main villains in Batman Begins? Two-Face and... Uh, hold on, what? Batman Begins. Oh, Batman Begins. All right, you're out. Shock, loser. This is Scarecrow one of those... and Ra's al Ghul. Uh, there you go. Ra's al Ghul. Yeah. See? You yeah. see what I told you? What are you... Don't worry That's about it. That's my boy. Don't worry about God it, Hefe. damn it. Team unmotivated right there. <laughs> Dubs. Worrying too much. Dubs, no, it's okay. <laughs> It'll be fine. I'm trying to bias an in. Someone on the other team. Look at Rain Man over here with all this stupid knowledge. Our Johnsons are going to get shocked. <laughs> oh, so we're doing that now. Nice. No, by Johnson, I mean Justin Johnson, you. <laughs> all right, I'll give you one more. Is that cool? I haven't known any of these. <laughs> this is, uh, again, another EJ one. Uh, I will name two, uh, two or three shows that appeared originally on a network slash cable channel, and you will name that network. All right, one more time, repeat it. I will name two or three shows that appeared originally on a network or a cable channel, and you will name. So that just network. name name the network or channel. I, I like channel. this. All right, uh, Pinwheel, Today's Special, and Nickelodeon. 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 Ooh, that was Tommy. Well, yeah. it doesn't matter how fast. It's just if we know the answer. Mm. Yeah, because everybody's doing it one at a time. What'd you say? PBS. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> but he's confident in his answer. Mm-hmm. That's the, all you need to know The team that loses will stunt next week. We're not stunting tomorrow night because we got to do the game tomorrow night. All right, here, I got one for you. Who was the founder of Def Jam and produced 99 Problems for Jay-Z? Russell Simmons. No. Uh, Jesus. No, it's the other guy. Rick Rubin. Yeah, Rick Rubin. I knew that one. Maybe people should call up and give us a little pop quiz if you have any you want to throw out there. Who's going to, um, how are you going to decide who gets to answer first? You guys just gonna, what? going to, what? Go in line. Yeah, they just pick randomly. Because the way it happens in World Series of Pop Culture, you got the two teams of three. They throw out the category, and each team decides which person they're going to send up. Yeah. And it, uh, do they just flip on a coin to see who gets to get the answer first and second? Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. what I thought. Because I noticed a lot of times, like, one team will be able to go first, basically for all the categories, except for one. Now, is the thing, too, you can't send up on consecutive categories? That's up to you guys. Well, that's what they do in the World Series of Pop Culture, right? Yeah, you can't send the same person up over and over again. Do you have the rules for it anywhere, Tommy? I'll check VH1, I doubt. I, but that's correct so far, everything. It's whoever... they. They flip a coin for who goes first, and then the next category, the other team goes first, and it just switches back and forth. Yeah, and and it's up to only six, right? And then it goes to tiebreaker, right? Yeah. Antiman has a question. All right. Who's the president of Def Jam? Well, I just read the question that you read me. No, 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 no. Who's the president of Def Jam, not the founder? Russell Simmons? No. Nope. Jay-Z. Uh, oh, it's Jay-Z now. Shock. All right, you got to say this. you got to say who is the current. Yeah. Because you can't say just president. We can't have vague questions being thrown out. There. Are... I guess uh, I, you should be understood that it's current, but, I mean, you may make sure when you ask a question. All right, give us another one. Mm. If I give you too many more, I might give away the categories. No, I won't. Just throw well, stuff out there. Then you have to have new categories. All right, fine. Uh, we'll burn this one up then. 
How many gigawatts are needed to send the DeLorean traveling through time? In 1.21. There you go. Yes! Don't worry, this this, this one's gone now. That's my boy. Yeah. Back to the Future's gone now. There's a Back to the Future category? There was. Well, that's going to be it. So we'll just, Why? We'll How stupid is that? Who needs a Back to the Future category? That is pretty good. Because usually, and Tommy was saying it too, they'll have the general category, which would be movies, and they'll have a specific category. Yeah, but not for one movie no, like series. They, they had like, they, Spielberg movies. And... But they've had for one, like... So, well, maybe tomorrow we can get a Matrix trilogy category. Tony in the don't 321. See, don't yeah, see it happening. I got one. Ask. What radio personality can swallow four black man muscles still? Chunks. Win? Chunks. What? What does what does Marty buy from the year 2015? Uh, but 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 Biff takes to 1985 and alters almanac. almanac. There you go. Gray Sports Almanac. Ooh. Gotcha. You don't have to get that specific. What are the three different modes of transportation that the DeLorean uses throughout the trilogy? Flying, um, driving, and then it's on a train track. Mm. Mm. Not really. Well, that's just a weird question. It's the street with the tires. The stupidest category the ever. The hover tires and the railroad tires. That's what I just said. At the end of the original and the beginning of the second movie, what does Doc Brown use to fuel the DeLorean? Chicken bones. Mr. Fusion. Your homo spit. I don't know. Garbage. Yeah, garbage, chicken bones. That's he right. Uses this category. <laughs> this category got burned up. And here was the tiebreaker. Marty's father, played by Crispin Glover, starred in a movie with scores of rats. Name Willard. the movie. Got it. Well, we could have got. I would have known that. Was that EJ from the U's? Yeah. All right, stupid. All of his are thrown out. <laughs> All of his categories are now thrown out because that's dumb. Back to the future category. Right. I thought that was pretty good. Dubs, you're not worried about this tomorrow? Not at all. We got it covered. Dubs honestly really looks the least worried of all. Yeah, because he's ultimate shock man, stunt man. Meetstun.com? Yes, meetstun.com. Is that still up? Yeah. yeah. Jimmy D was, hey, guys, you still talk about meetstun.com? Yes, we do. Meetstun.com. Go there. Enjoy. You're worried, Hefe? Yeah, if they're going to be stupid categories like Back to the Future. That's Burn Through the Yeah. Burn another category. I don't mind if it fell under 80s silly movies category, but if it's all about one trilogy. All right, um, we'll go through the movie one then. That which was comic book movies. I right, see that's more general. What recently deceased comedian co-starred with Christopher Reeves in Superman 3? Richard Pryor. Got it. Nice. That's one for Hideout Varsity. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Here's a fairly easy one. What creator of Spider-Man has made a cameo? Stan Lee. There you go. Even I knew that. Yep. Uh, in the X-Men movie, what are the two names that Hugh Jackman goes by? Wolverine and Logan. There you mm. go. Which director? Manhole. <laughs> well, pretty close. Turn in turn looks like Wolverine, except without being in shape. <laughs> so he's like a fat Wolverine. <laughs> Skinny fat. This one's actually too easy. What? Uh, which director of Brokeback Mountain also directed? Angley. Yeah, in my opinion, ruined the Hulk. Uh, See, now that's the thing about the world series of pop culture. 
some of them are supposed to be easy because that's the allure of the show. Any dumbass feels like they could win $250,000. <clears throat> Tiebreaker. Anti Matt. Unmotivated. Anti Matt, who do you got? I got another one for you. Who played Super Shredder in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Kevin Part Nash. Two? There you go. Oh, wow. Damn. Dubs. Take a bow, my friend. One. You want the tiebreaker? Yeah, that's why I took it. You want the tiebreaker? I'm going to go all the way through the question, though. I here's I already know what's going on. Hmm. You have set me up. I have not set you, you up. You have set me up. <laughs> I have to not start. set you up. Yes, you have. I promise you, I Son haven't. Son of a bitch. I promise you, I haven't. No, because I know you, and you're like, oh, don't worry about it. It's in the bag. I don't care. You don't care. I want to change teams. You can't. Yeah. It's time to make a trade. No We're going to announce a trade. Hideout Varsity has officially traded J-Dubs for Tommy Bateman. Nope. <laughs> EJ from the U. I've worked all week on those stupid questions. You're wasting them right now. I'm well, guess sorry, what? EJ. You worked out for four years and didn't get off the bench. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Oh, I'll write more questions. You said don't make it so hard. Well, don't. Don't come up with dumbass categories, dude. No, yeah, send me... I'll change the categories. What do you want, then? Yeah, send me some more, EJ. I like the last ones you sent me. Matrix, Dallas Mavericks. And also, too, the... Pudge Rodriguez. The Ritzkins. Tool. (laughs) Hair metal. uh, I'm going to make the Vegas categories just to make it difficult. (laughs) Doesn't mean we're going to use them. (laughs) Yeah, of course not. You'll just be wasting my time again. Like, Chunks lost my trailer track. I bet Jeremy Shockey would make better questions. Oh, oh, oh. I hope that's made a better tight end. All right. <laughs> oh, yeah, that is. If he's still listening, and if anyone else is, what we really need is the tiebreaker questions and how it goes. I guess in the World Series of Poker, are there like stack questions? Where I think the one we used was name all 18 movies that Meryl Streep was in, mm. and what yeah, you do that is was one of them, and you just go back and forth um, naming the movies, and the first person that misses it or doesn't get it loses the category. Well, here's someone who can probably help you out with questions, uh, chunks. So Gary the Prophet. Oh. Davey, how you out tonight? Hey there, Sigari. How's the heart attack working? Working real good. Surprise <laughs> the Lord and getting get a real blessing. I listen to your program tonight. What did you eat tonight? I just ate uh, a hamburger from uh, Burger King. Oh, my God. You just had a heart attack this week. You've had a hamburger, corn dogs, and fish sticks. <laughs> good for you, Sigari. Uh, I'd like to invite the public to be out in New Hope. Public about the church on West Trey Road and Winter Garden. We're going to go to passages coming Sunday morning. At 10.30 and did on ground for 12 to 1 and the public invited. You got any pop culture questions? Uh, let's know, um, who's the, who's the first man to play a Superman in the movies? Christopher Reeve. Oh, wait, that's not right. There's some other dude before Christopher Reeve. That was on TV, though, I think. Oh, there's TV. All right, thank you. Wait, hey, Sir Gary, yes, sir. can I ask you a question? Yes, sir, go ahead. What mechanism inside the DeLorean makes time travel possible, according to Doc Brown in the Back to the Future movie? Would it be the heart? Yeah. <laughs> Good job. There you go. And it runs, so off, it runs off of fish sticks, corn dogs, and burgers from Burger King. Mm-hmm. All right, buddy. God bless you. Have a good Thank weekend. You. All right, there goes Sir Gary the Prophet, our newsman. He's not well enough to do news, but he can do pop culture. Dubs, I swear to God, if you've set me up. I have not set you up. He does have that Half smile. <laughs> You're planning something. Either it's good for Hideout Varsity or it's bad for me. It's always good for Hideout Varsity. My team. Remember, I am on your team this uh, time. My team, yes. What, Napier? What do you want to add? More Back to the Future knowledge? Well, no, you seem to really the want to do the Matrix. Yes. You seem to really want to do the Matrix trilogy. Monica Bellucci. 
Who was originally supposed Monica to play uh, Neo before? Will Smith. Uh, okay, good job. Yeah, Matt Albert already covered that in a game. Yeah. Not starring. All right, we'll take a break. All right, my chick's going to make questions. No. What? No. Anti-Matt. What do you I got? got a, I got a tiebreaker for, for chunks to ask you tomorrow. I th- send them to me. Well, no, throw it out. Let's all let's go all right. right. Let's, let's Hold see on. if you can do it. Name every member of the Wu Tang Clan. There's mm. nine. Jizza. Rizza. Buster Rhymes. All dirty bastard. Buster wasn't on there. Oh. Ghostface Killer. All right, that means Tommy's out. Ghostface Killer. M E T H O D. Meth Man, Red Man. You, you can't do both. Meth Man. Oh, sorry. We have to go back and forth. Sorry. Why well, we went because Tommy was out. Tommy said Buster Rhymes. All right, that's a good one though. That's not a bad because it's got nine people you can throw in there. How about this one? Name all the members of um the Freebird Band. I don't even know the name of the band. The Van Zants. The win. Are they all brothers? Who's in there? Who does Freebird? Leonard Skinner. How do you uh-huh. not know that? <laughs> Texas. Oh, no, right, now, now, now we are screwed. <laughs> uh oh. So I wasn't counting on that one. <laughs> it's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Hour four, it's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. You trust me, Hefe? No. Why not? I know you've set me up. I have not set you up. I'm trying to ask Dubs during the commercial break in the restroom. Hey, what do you got? You got to let me in. If you got some sort of an in, let me know. He just points to his head. It's okay, I got it. Hop on my back. I don't know if you were hitting on me or telling me it was okay. No, both. It's okay, jump on my back. Again, tomorrow night, the World Series of Shock Culture. Mm-hmm. Hideout Varsity, Hefe Dubs, and C-Lane uh, versus the Unmotivated. Tommy Bateman, Matt Albert, and Napier, intern. Hosted by Chunks and Manhole. <laughs> Yay. That makes me feel good. Dubs, you found some audio. What's this porn star for governor thing? Uh, out in Nevada, there's a porn star running on as a uh, as a Republican for governor. She. Uh, she. Yeah. Hmm. Who she, is it? Um, they say her name through it, but uh, her porn star name. Yeah. Oh. I, well, she still goes by her porn star name, and she hasn't. She's not actively in porn anymore. She stopped in 2003, and uh, she says she doesn't collect royalties for porn anymore. So it's not an actual business gain for her. Is she a born again? I think maybe, but she still dresses very scantily clad in her website. All right. Here's what's funny. The Republicans will take anybody just to get a win. Actors, mm-hmm. sports stars, and now porn stars. Yeah, so they don't care. They don't. They literally don't care. All they want is that W. The debate about the future of Nevada. Republicans running for office in Nevada gathered for a little meet and greet session, but so far the only candidate who has been the subject of a lengthy interview. Did he stress meat? Did you notice if he had done that or no? It seemed like he stressed meat. Meat and greet. Hold on a sec. Maybe I'm hearing things. Hold on. The debate about the future of Nevada. Republicans running for office in Nevada gathered for a little meet and greet session, but so far the only candidate who has been the subject of a lengthy interview on one of the major news networks is this one. I'm just an average single mother who has sincere concerns about the state of Nevada. Mimi DeMaio is running for governor, but don't let her conservative attire at this event fool you. Her website is filled with photos that look like this. 
Hey, come on. A uh, little, little spice into our government. We need a little spice. <laughs> she don't run for president next? Horny old man. I mean, that's ridiculous. Honestly, it sounds like Las Vegas. They let anything go into Las Vegas. Why not that? Is it appropriate, though, for a porn star to run the state of Nevada? <laughs> well, it's not appropriate when I'm a former adult film star. I quit that field back in 2003, and I don't receive any royalties from it anymore, so this is definitely not a publicity stunt because it's not for any monetary gain. The latest News 3 poll included only three of the five Republicans running for governor, but Mimi DeMaio says she's every bit as serious as the frontrunners and should not be dismissed. Better educated children means lower crime for the future. DeMaio says education would be her top priority as governor, and she's hoping her hardcore history will help rather than hurt her chances of victory. Victory for the Republican Party! Oh, I hate the Republicans. She sounds like a retard up there, but what can you expect? Yeah, she's got no, uh, yeah, no speaking ability. She's, uh, you know, she's doing the very stereotypical pounding on the, uh, on the, the uh, podium, and then kind of the hurrah, uh, fist in the air. How is she doing? Like, is she? Does she have any momentum? Actually, yeah. Uh, they said in the story, she's the only one getting any press. No one else is getting any uh, run from the news. Oh man! So she is. I mean, if you got to pick a state, I guess Nevada's the best one, right? Yeah, I mean, they, they are the most open to that kind of stuff, really. Oh, boy, I don't I'm know. in Texas. Um, <laughs> right. Or Gaysreel, as Colbert calls it. Uh, what's the other audio that you found here, Doug? Uh, the other audio is actually Tommy found it, and it's of uh, a new show that's going to be starting up of... People having trouble in the relationship, and it's how to fix your marriage in one week, I believe. A new television show? Yes. All right. We all know unhappy couples, but what causes the breakdown? Well, now you can go behind closed doors for an inside look at a troubled marriage. How can we figure it well, out? According to you, I, I don't do nothing. I get attacked. You don't. You're worthless. Wonderful. <laughs> get your food and get the hell out. So let me explain it. <laughs> Is that guy retarded? Rewind that for a second. What the hell? Yay food. And get the hell out. Your food. And get the hell out. <laughs> so let me explain it. Sit and listen. Listen. Open your ears like I t always tell you to do. I'm not going to wash any of your stinky drawers and I'm going to let you put them on just stinking and go around. <laughs> okay, this all sounds like a setup. The whole thing. It does, but when you look at these people, it is that white trash, you know, just, you know, just trashy people. This sounds like an episode of Jerry. It kind of does. But, I mean, I don't know how they can fake a whole week. Um, well, now you can go behind closed doors for an Just inside listen. look at a troubled marriage. Now can we figure it well, out? According to you, I, I don't do nothing. I get attacked. You don't. You're worthless. Wonderful. Get your food and get the hell out. <laughs> so let me explain and sit and listen. Listen. Open your ears like I t always tell you to do. I'm not going to wash any of your stinky drawers and I'm going to let you put them on just stinking and go around. All right. <laughs> That's so Jerry. Um, well, these brave couples appear on a new TLC program, One Week to Save Your Marriage. And the woman trying to keep these couples together is our good friend, psychotherapist, Robbie Ludwig. Robbie, good morning to good you. Good morning. So, One Week to Save Your Marriage. I mean, is that a realistic time frame? And, and how do you make it work when you see right. I mean, how they're going at each other? During this week, we basically help them eliminate everything else in their life, all the other distractions, mm -hmm. work, kids. And we say, 
focus on one another. And so they learn new things and they learn that they can have fun together. Well, let's take a look at one of the couples that you talked with, and that's Tori and Camden. You yes. Take a look. You need to plan more home-cooked meals. You're planning. Don't, well, I look like Susie Homemaker. Maybe if I was a housewife, <laughs> yeah, the then I could decide to plan this. But I go to work just like you do. Romance is completely dead in this relationship. Why should I get romantic? Because I don't get nothing out of it. Whatever. So, Robbie, <laughs> <laughs> I love that comeback. Whatever. I was Smack at these big-ass nails. Okay, what's with that? What's with the overly stereotypical black voice did you Did you just listen to that clip? Yeah, but when that you was do it... I don't care. When I'm doing do an it, exact copy of those voices right there. It's uncomfortable when you do it. <laughs> Matt, no? Did you hear them? I mean, but he was I, just doing I, an impression I, I, of them. I wasn't doing an impression of black people overall. It was those two. Uh. Home-cooked meals. You're planning. Don't, well, I look like Susie Homemaker. Maybe if I was a housewife, oh, the then I could decide to plan this. But I go to work just like you do. Romance is completely dead in this relationship. Why should I get romantic? Because I don't get nothing out of it. Whatever. So, Robbie, we see how they're Whatever. arguing. Whatever. Yes. The problem here is the way they're arguing, what they're arguing about. Shoot. And what kind of practical advice did you give Brendan? The way they're arguing. And basically, Camden and Tori Camden, waited too right. long to, to discuss this issue and so by the time they got to the issue it was like this volcanic episode where they were just attacking one another and when you're enraged with your partner you can't see the good in them you see them as all black or all white all right let's meet another couple what? here that you helped what she say hold on for all white Another. And when you're enraged with your partner, you can't see the good in them. You see them as all black or all white. All right, let's meet another couple here that you... <laughs> which one's good and which one's bad? I, I don't understand what you're saying. Yeah, gee. <laughs> you offended now, Matt? Yes. ...to their relationship, Brian and Melissa. Yes. When you're not around me, you act different. So I'm happy, yes. Wow. <laughs> we have nothing Damn. in common, Brian. <laughs> yeah, your life is such hell, isn't it? Okay, my marriage is hell. Is that better for you? Yeah, that's a lot better. Great. I mean, that's really hard to hear. That's pretty harsh, I'm sure. What is the disconnect there with that couple? Well, the disconnect with Melissa is she was mislabeling what she wanted in her marriage. So she was asking for sex when she really wanted an emotional connection, and there was no way for her husband to know that. Well, Robbie Ludwig, good luck with the show. Yes, the show airs Monday. It debuts I'm at 10 o'clock. I'm going to do that right now. TLC. TLC, Monday night. Robbie Ludwig, we hope you watch it. Thank you so much. Why stay married at that point? What is what what is in people's heads where they have to stay married even though they hate the other person? Why go on a show for it? Yeah, that too. Well, everybody wants to be famous, and we're not going to get to what we wanted to get to tonight. We'll save it for tomorrow. But video blogs and blogs, we're going to get into that in a little bit, uh, probably tomorrow night show. But when you heard them arguing, didn't it kind of make you feel good? Like, man, that's fun. <laughs> no, it made me feel better about my relationship because mine are never that bad. My uh, arguments. Uh, you and your chick are yelling constantly. But they're never serious like that. What are you yelling about? Her burning my food. And I call her dirty, dirty, filthy names. Third letter in the alphabet names over it. And what does she say back to you? Can't believe you just call me that. Believe it, sister. Does she cook a lot for you? Yeah. Your chick does? Not well. Is that a problem? What? That she doesn't cook well? Oh, no, she cooks great. It was a, it was a joke. Mm -hmm. 
I've heard otherwise. From who? Uh, heretic, you, ass. Uh, heretic TL sent me the eight marriage bad habits. And one of them is not fighting. Because if you're disagreeing, then you care still. But if you're not even to the point where you're, you know, you're not even fighting anymore, it genuinely probably means that you've given up. Oh, we we disagree all the time. We just don't fight like, like those people. All right, they say bad habit number one is watching TV during dinner. Who has dinner anymore? Who actually sits down for dinner anymore? And they say the problem is that instead of having the valuable FaceTime where you can sit and you can talk, who wants to see your significant other feeding their face? That's the last thing you want to see them doing. You want to see them purging it. Have you ever thought about how just odd the whole thing is of eating? Hot talk. (laughs) (laughs) What do you mean? Like, have you ever, like, just kind of thought about, like, as human beings, we all... Eat? Yeah. Everything eats. I know, but just like... Everything in the mouth eats. But that's what's weird about it. (laughs) What do you mean? Hot talk. (laughs) And how we all, like, we have this ritualistic thing of getting dressed up nice and going and sitting somewhere for people to bring us our food so that we can eat, and then we pay them and then we leave. Mm Mm-hmm. That's not odd to you? How? Especially when you look at the way other animals eat oh trust me if they could just pull some paper out of their pocket and get food they would rather do that but they have to chase down that food i mean we could do that too like you never found a better way you never uh, hold on a second hot talk you never sit down and stare at someone while they're eating and just wonder like how odd that process is (laughs) do you mean the digestive process like Like all of it Like, like you got food and you're fueling yourself by eating and then it's breaking down, it's like going down to your esophagus, it's breaking down, and eventually you poop. But well, like all of us do it. Do you ever stop and think that everyone you know in your lifetime poops? 407-916-1041-888-978-104. Got nothing to add to this? I have no idea Hunger what the hell man? you people are talking about. What do you I, mean? What's, what's, just, what's your issue with this? I, I just can't believe you never looked at another human being eating and just thought, man, this is weird. No, I... What I think about is other people having sex. Seeing, like, if I saw a manhole, I think I can't see him ever having sex. That's what I think about. I don't think about eating. The easiest uh, thing to do is uh, just have Napier look behind him, and he'll be able to see manhole having sex. 407 All right, speaking of... <laughs> <laughs> He's a comic book character. Mm-hmm. Hey, bro. Um, bad habit number two is going long with too long without sex. And we talked about it before, mm-hmm. man. I went months at one point when I was married with no sex. Didn't you do only twice in one year before? Or right around there? Sweet Jesus, I think you're right. I think that was an issue at one point. It was uh, November and you got it for the second time in one year. <laughs> in that calendar year. Oh my God. Yeah, that could have been a problem. <laughs> Oops. Um, going your whole work day without talking to your sweetheart. You uh, talk to your chick all the time, don't you? Yeah, I haven't talked to her tonight yet, but usually either it'll be at least one text message or a phone call or something. Yeah, see, I'm always on the IM during the show with my chick. She's usually passing along information, remote producing. Um, tuning each other out. That's bad habit number four as far as bad marriage habits. Normal. 
Everybody tunes. I tune people out like 10 minutes after I meet them. Uh, not fighting, like I said, number five. Mm-hmm. Going out more with your friends than your spouse. Boy, jeez, they're just running down my marriage on this one. <laughs> um, being too close. <laughs> yeah. Uh, burping, scratching, picking, <laughs> farting. See, right now I'm in the stage with my girlfriend where I burp real loud and she laughs. But I'm not comfortable farting yet. Give her the Dutch oven. You'll break her in fast. Although I think the day she heard me fart when I was in the restroom, she giggled. How do you keep from farting? That's all you do here. Yeah. That's why I do it here. Ugh. Do it in front of her. No, man, that's too odd. Too greasy. <laughs> what? I'm getting called a pig on the IM. You are. Well, you can't... I've never heard someone fart as much as you. I can't believe you're able to control it around her. Hey, manhole, talk about how great the one was earlier. It was amazing. He didn't even think it was real. <laughs> He's like, wow, you did that? That's right, buddy. That was me. What an uncomfortable conversation that must have been. No, it was fine. Um, Bong Swap Matt says, tuning out his spouse is the only reason they're still married. Mm-hmm. Do you and I do that to each other? Oh, yeah. I'll be over here just... Looking at fullblownaids.com. Or I'll be on, uh, I don't know, MySpace or Hideout Heretics or something. And I'm like, hey, wait a second. I don't think he's listening to me. I guess I'll keep talking. <laughs> I guess if I pause. I'm going, uh-huh. And when you pause, I, have, I, I do the same thing I do uh, I do with my chick. Uh-huh. Oh, <laughs> is that right, Hafe? Well, I'll be damned. Oh, golly. <laughs> I know we do it to each other, and that's usually because we're. you're probably looking at porn over there, uh-huh. and I'm chatting on the instant messenger. The good stuff that I can't look at at home. <laughs> what do you mean? Certain things your chick won't let you... Does she ever go through your history? Oh, no, no. But uh, I'm just saying the stuff that I'd be afraid to take and getting fixed. <laughs> and I guess bad habit number eight is sharing too much with your parents... Or your in-laws. I'm not sure what that means. I guess a lack of uh, loyalty to your spouse. Oh, no. Hefe? Huh? You know how they were uh, posting some of the old Ron and Fez and Hideout uh, um, segments? Yeah, I already saw on Hideout Heretics. The one of... My blog? Your blog reading, yeah. Ironically, that's going to tie... That's what ties into what we were going to talk about tonight. We'll I find it intoxicating. We'll have to save it for tomorrow. <laughs> the hell with negativity. <laughs> we'll take a break. I say. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Found Just... myself transfixed <laughs> by the waves lapping against the shore. <laughs> it's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. When we come around. Hot talk. Hot talk. Let's give away some prizes. Hideout Headlines Game Show. There are six categories. World, national, local sports, entertainment. 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041, star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. We have not promoted this yet, so the lines are open. Go. Now's your chance to win, including including Universal. Um, One day, two park passes. It gets you qualified for the bigger prize, UniversalOrlando.com. All kinds of concert tickets for the Rollins Band. Speaking of Universal, we'll be doing a live broadcast from there next Friday. 
next Friday. Uh, but I'll be in Lubbock. Yeah, you'll be in Lubbock. I'll be out at uh, Universal Broadcasting Live uh, June 28th from 7 to 11. Um, Their new attraction, including uh, the uh, the uh, Universal 360, Hollywood's newest films. J-Dubs, while we light up the lines for a hideout, uh, Headlines Game Show, hosted by Manhole. Box of Pizza Guy says, can any of you name the producer who ran Paramount Studios from the late 60s to the early 70s and took it from ninth to first place? This is going back to the World Series of Shock Culture, which we'll be doing tomorrow. Basically, a take off the World Series of Pop Culture, but we're going to have uh, dog shock collars to our necks and various other uh, possibly nether regions. Anybody? I don't care. I got no clue. Hmm. I'm going to say... Rob Reiner. Steven Spielberg. <laughs> no. So obviously no. Do you know that manhole? No. You're a film major, aren't you, at FSU? Yeah, but I don't know that one. Is that one a little too tough? Yeah. Oh, crap. Who was it? I don't know. Answer the questions after you uh, send them over. Bucko? Robert Evans. Ah, close. Yeah, who? (laughs) What the hell? Matt actually did kind of know that. It was one of those where it was on the tip of his tongue. I'm sure. I don't know. He said something about it was on Comedy Central or something. But a stake was in the way, so he couldn't get to it. Jeez. Ready to play the game? Yeah. yeah, let's roll. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to the Hideout Headlines Game Show. Answer questions on what's in the headlines. Local, national, world, sports, entertainment, and strange. If you guess right, you win baby. I'm looking at this picture of this porn star. Mm-hmm. Oh, She's very fake. She's hideous. Yeah, she looks like a tranny. Yeah, what's wrong with her? All right, Hideout Headlines Game Show brought to you by the Wholesale Furniture I'm Market. I'm sure she's a little smelly, too. Is she Asian? Oh, she's Asian. Yeah. Oh, oh you son of a bitch. Uh, Hideout Headlines Game Show, J-Dubs, uh, Wholesale Furniture Market. I was on, there the other week. On State Road 436 in Castleberry next to the Sam's Club. Um, go see them or call them at 407-332-1314. 4,000 square feet of quality home furniture, up to 70% off every day of the Wholesale Furniture Market. All right, Ron, pick a category. World, strange, local, sports, entertainment, or national? Sports. All right, here we go. All right, sports is true or false. Tiger Woods is doing excellent at the British Open, trailing the leader by only one stroke. True. Congratulations. Really? Yep. He's already bounced back from the uh, horrid opening of missing the cut at the U.S. Open. Mm Mm-hmm. I was just pissed that the British Open was on because I wouldn't get my uh, daily dose of ER. Have you ever watched uh, golf on TV? Yeah. It's fun. I'm actually going to play Golden uh, Golden Tee over at uh, Rocky's Replay tonight. Best video game ever to play in an arcade. Yeah. All right, so that was one prize we were giving away. That opens up a phone line if you'd like to play the Hideout Headlines game shoe. Let's go with Alan. Alan, are you ready? Yeah, man. All right, entertainment, national, local, stranger, world. Uh, world. All right, we'll go with world. All right, world is true or false also. The military has reported that extremist attacks in Iraq have been steadily decreasing and are now at an all-time low. Way false. Um, congratulations. What's the actual info on that? Um, bombings and shootings have soared by 40% in the Baghdad area in the past week. Um, an American general said extremists were preparing an all-out assault on the capital in a decisive battle for the future of Iraq. <sighs> Boy. Yep, not looking good over there. Um, thank you for the commentary. <laughs> You're welcome. Good job, bro. Ooh, it's looking grim. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Obvious. 
Let's go to Caveman. Caveman, you ready to play the game? Yes, man. We got uh, strange, local, entertainment, or national. Let me try local. There's local news. All right, local is multiple choice. Several streets in downtown Orlando were closed yesterday after what happened? A, a carjacking. B, a bomb threat. C, a gas leak. Or D, a parade. Uh, let's try C. Congratulations. Always, always do. What was C? Uh, gas leak. Yep. Um, Where's the gas leak at downtown? It was... They said it's near the First Presbyterian Infant and Child Care Center. That was evacuated. Um, they said a woman walking downtown had noticed the smell of natural gas and called 911. And they came and did air samples and then took care of it and then opened it back up. That didn't seem so bad then. Everything worked out well. Hmm. Bring us something when someone dies. That's <laughs> news. Bong Swat Matt, you ready to play the game? Yeah, how y'all doing? Huh? Not bad. Hey, buddy, what uh, categories we got left? Dubs, National got... Entertainment and Strange? Yep. I go with strange. Nice. All right. Yes. Uh, it's also multiple choice. Yesterday, a man in Shawnee, Oklahoma, was kicked out of a Sears department store for what reason? A. Turning up all the stereos. B. Trying on women's clothes. C. Stealing. Or D. Not wearing pants. Uh, I'm gonna hope it's not wearing pants. Congratulations. Wow, we got uh. He was wearing nothing but a ball cap and a sleeveless T-shirt. The article says. <laughs> They make them that small? <laughs> that is so gay. <laughs> I, but is that gayer than your other one pulling... Uh, uh, I'm wearing a G-string and pulling it over to the side and just walking around like that? <laughs> okay, too. Okay, let's throw it up to Manhole. You seem like you know what you, uh, you're talking about when you talk about gay. Um, all right, what, imagine a guy. Hey, Mo. Imagine <laughs> Napier back there wearing nothing but a T-shirt. Nothing. Everything hanging out, all right? Or imagine him just wearing a Speedo. And pulling it to the side. Which one's gayer? I'll take manhole. Uh, the first one. The t-shirt? Just the t-shirt yeah. and everything? I don't know. Just because of the plain and simple fact that it's a G-string pulled to the side? Yeah. Oh, I thought you said Speedo. Oh, G-string. Yeah, G-string pulled to the side, everything that, going up. That, even that's Speedo, it didn't even change it. No, not really. You was? I think even if it were your tidy whities it would know. be they're awful. Both, they're both pretty gay. Yeah, but what... a way to decide. <laughs> Dumbass. I vote for both. National entertainment, that's what's left, J-Dubs? Yes, Tony, you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. And also, before you guys hang up on me, I got a question for your game tomorrow also. Mm -hmm. All right. Oh, okay, All right. national or entertainment, which one, buddy? Um, National. All right, here we go. All right, nationals fill in the blank. In order to improve African-American ties to the Republican Party, Bush made a speech to what national organization? The NAACP. Could you make them a little harder so we're not just I, handing I, out prizes? Well, I didn't know you guys were going to talk about it. I know, right? Hey, hey, my question is, hey, give me the name of the hack that while he was on the air talked so bad about music radio DJs, and now he's one of them. <laughs> um, Garabo. Go G. His blog tomorrow. Stay tuned for that. ST. ST, you ready to play the game? Hey, how's it going? Uh, it's SD from oh, FullblownAids.com. Okay. Oh, oh nice. FullblownAids.com, our new friends there. You're how's left with going? entertainment, my friend. Yep. All right, entertainment is multiple choice. What former child star was hospitalized, la hospitalized last night after a serious car accident? A, Haley Joel Osmond, B, Mary-Kate Olsen, C, Jonathan Lipnicki, or D, Danny Bonaducci? A. 
And you know, and by the way, SD is the guy who I wanted to kick out the shout to earlier, but I couldn't even begin to say his name on the radio, terrestrial yeah. radio. Uh, from now on, I do like that. People calling in, hey, this is so-and-so. What board they uh From fullblownaids.com or from hideoutheretics.net or even from the other one. Uh-huh. If they prefer. Whatever, whatever you want to do. It's always good to be known. Mark your territory. Was that a clean sweep, six for six? Yes, it was. We gave out six prizes right there. I have my cousin Sam. I'm going to his wedding. He goes, do you think I'm going to end up on that marriage show? Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, that's what I said. Yes. Sadly, we all are. Unless you walk around the house with a G-string iron pulled to the side. Then you'll entertain her, and you'll keep her forever. By the way, Sam, if you're listening on RealRadio.fm, can you pick me up from the airport in Lubbock? You know I have not been back to Lubbock, Texas since I graduated from Texas Tech. Why are you going back now? Marriage. I was really hoping... You would never do that? Or the wedding. Uh, I was really hoping to not have to go back to Tech. You can go uh, drive around the campus, take a look at it. In your Camaro. (laughs) (laughs) Your (laughs) IROC. All right, Box of Pizza Guy says you should ask what form instead of what area code. All right, here's the thing. You you, you now have your choice whenever you call into the hideout. Area code or forum. Area code or web board. I'm down with that. Got no issues with that. And just so the retards screen phone calls, if it's hideout heretics, put HH, dubs, and then if Full blown AIDS, FBA. Fullblownaids.com. Expanding the hideout family, man. <clears throat> Love it. It's very, very cool. Thank you to man, everybody. I'll throw out Mooche Doombra right too if they want to. MD, if uh, they call up. Hey, I don't mind them being fans of this show. No. For some reason, they got a chip on their shoulder because we're from out of town. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Get over it already. <laughs> Enough time has passed. I think we've all seen who the real hack is, and I think he works out of my gym now. Ouch. And we'll be reading from his blog tomorrow because it sucks. <laughs> Sleep tight. Wake up with the monsters in the morning. Shannonburg middays, Phillips fall in the afternoon, and the hideout. Dubs, we're back at 7. With shock, the World Series of Shock Culture tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. Are we really going Nads? Yes. Oh, boy. Let's be somebody. Always talk good, and God bless King Dude. Box the Pizza Guy says, you guys rock. Get me through the week, but you guys need to work weekends. <laughs> Not anymore, my friend. We gave that up. Oh. We did. Trust me, we did. Although I'm not opposed to some uh, mixtapes on the weekends here at Real Radio. But I guess we got some death cap for cutie to spin. <laughs> Although it would make sense to try to promote your night show maybe during the afternoon or something on the weekends. But whatever. What am I to say? Anything. Um, you aren't. Exactly. <laughs> FullBullinAids.com, RealRadio.fm, HideoutHeretics.net. We out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000, 5,000, 5,000. Everybody sing! Shut up! Shut up! I wish I know how to quit you. I wish I know how to quit you.
Shut up! Shame on you. Rape me once, shame on you. Rape me twice, shame on me. Shame on you. Rape me once, shame on you. Rape me twice, shame on me. Shame on you. Not interested. I doubt. I, 5,000.